you from? You guys, where's everybody from? Woodbridge. I'm in Innisfil. Oh, that's right. You're from, and you're? Brampton. Oh, you're in Brampton. And Milton. In Milton. Okay. And you're? Woodbridge. Oh, in Woodbridge, eh? All right. Well, welcome to the show, guys. And Thank girls. You. Thank Thanks you. for having us. <laughs> Thanks so here. much. I'm excited about this. I think I was telling Andrew, but like, I've been itching to do a tile roundtable since we started doing roundtables. Yeah. Because I think that this conversation is going to be very, very interesting because we got four pros here. Uh, no juniors here. We have any no nobody's a junior, right? Everyone's a professional here, and we're gonna have a, a very nice conversation about the industry and what's going on, and uh, we'll just see where the conversation goes from there. So I want to just say thank you very much for coming to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having being here. So this show is brought to you by Klazen Klazen Bronze Limited, and we're featuring Pagren, and you can find it at Prosol, Amazon, and Tile Leveling Systems Shop. I'm a huge fan of Pagrand too. That's the thing about it. I can't remember the last time I tiled. I'm trying to think of the last time I tiled. I don't remember. It's been a few that years. Was, I think that bathroom where you had the double drain. Probably. That living yeah, drain. Yeah, yeah, probably. Double drain. No, a quadruple that. drain. There was four of them. Four drains. Yeah. Yes, you're right. Wow. You're right. Everyone, Marble. Gave, me, everyone Marble. gave me lip for doing it yeah. because it's like, where do you drip? Where do you run it off to? You have to slope yeah. all the I just started thinking the Egyptians and pancake pyramid. That's how I treated it, and it worked. So. It's not about me. It's about you guys. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. So, I want to first start off with. I'd love for each of you guys to introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Your how long you've been in the business. How long you've been. Why you chose tiling. Uh, just some some insight, and then we can get into there, and then we'll go from from there. So, you want to start with you, JP? I'm JP from New Look Tile and Stone, third generation tile setter. I had my grandfather, my uncle, and my father that did the trade for. I think it's almost 120 years in the family. No, what do you want it to be an electrician or a plumber? No, that's too much thinking. <laughs> <laughs> no, I got into it when I was young. I first started helping my grandfather, actually, when I was 13, 14, mixing dry pack. Here? Yeah. Really? Like on weekends. If yeah, you, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, just to get it. It didn't work out it. well. He's too old school. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, no, I started with that, and then I, what else was I going to do? I was like, I'm... It's in the blood, I guess. But he taught you the, I guess, the, the fundamentals. Yes, the okay. fundamentals. Lots of yelling. That was part of the fundamentals. That's but normal. <laughs> That's normal, right? But at least you but got the, and, and then you liked it at that age? Like, did you? When I actually got to start tiling, like actually doing stuff, measuring stuff myself, that's when I started liking it more. At the beginning, it was, you're doing all the grunt work and stuff. It's, you think it's just, you're going with the flow, do what you got to do kind of thing. Yeah. But when you actually start doing stuff, then you got to use your head more. You got to use certain things. So, but that's the case for everybody when you're bringing on a new apprentice or anybody else that's coming yeah. into. You got to kind of give them the dirty jobs, so to speak. Like, but the one thing that actually attracted is probably my grandfather. Okay, right? Like he, I guess because it was in the family and everything, and all the years and the stuff he did in the union. Because I started out in the union first, just oh, like that's Dom, a different world, right? With local thirty-one. Yeah, right. Just different ball game. Yeah, there it's go 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 go. So you pick up the speed there and everything. But then with my grandfather and especially my uncle, he did more of the custom stuff, my uncle, after. But with the union work, you're taught how to be or how to learn to be efficient, right? Yes. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, you have to be. The, ma the main thing is showing up on time. <laughs> <laughs> is that a constant problem these days for everybody? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Still? New employees, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah? yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. If you're not on time, yeah, then your envelope's a little thicker at the end of the week. <laughs> <laughs> so then okay so the old man taught you now you and now you have an apprentice right now you teaching anybody uh i did before but then he branched off into something else a different trade 
Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. What but did I'm, he go into? Do you know? Electrical. There we go. See, that's why I made the <laughs> I'm just, I know where I was yeah. going with that one, right? Yeah. That's why. Yeah. So. Cleaner, yes. And then no Steven? Uh, Steven from Frank's Flooring. I uh, work for my father, Frank. He's been doing this for about 18 years. He um, started working with my grandfather when he came here from Italy, doing plaster, didn't like it, did his own stuff. Uh, once he started his own business, I um, was working with him when I was about 14, 15, hated it. Um, all the way up until I was about 17, 18, I um, really decided that this is what I'm going to do with my life. A bunch of my friends were working for him, so had some good vibes, good relationships going on there. And uh, yeah, like JP said, once you start doing stuff yourself, you really start to enjoy the trade more. You start to grasp the, the aspects about it and yeah it becomes really enjoyable and hard work is a lot of fun work too i'll get into it after we listen to the other two but i just like your trade is um it's a very hard trade on the body on the mind right it's a very right. difficult trade compared to other trades right yes. so but we'll get into that but uh, alicia yeah so uh i started three years ago okay. um, my business i started a year and a half ago um and i actually i started working with an ex-boyfriend and we were doing union work as well uh, so we actually learned together, and um, once we were getting more comfortable with that, then we moved to custom stuff. And uh, yeah, like we didn't work out, so I uh, started my own business, and yeah. Was it nerve-wracking um, for you to go on your own? For sure, yeah, because um, like I didn't really have, like I had no money. I had absolutely no money. Welcome, and, welcome um, to our world. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I had to kind of figure it out, and I had a job, and I had... Um, I didn't have a truck until after my first job, so I had to uh, kind of just figure it out on the on the go. Yeah. Was it easy to reach out to other people in the industry, or was it a little intimidating? Um, I didn't reach out to anyone because I didn't really know anyone in the industry. Like, doing union, it was just me and him. Yeah. Uh, so it took me a while to actually meet good connections and be able to reach out. So. Okay. I'm going to um, ask more questions on that one because I'm curious yeah. myself. And then we have Dominic. How you doing, Soft-spoken Dominic here. Soft-spoken, <laughs> yes, sometimes, sometimes. Depends on the, on the, uh, the, the mood. But, uh, yeah, um, so I've been tiling for 20 years, let's say. How young are you? I'm 46. Oh, I'm always the oldest guy. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, I'm always the so oldest guy. Okay, all I right. started later in the, in the industry. I went to, um, so my dad is a cement finisher for Dufferin. He, he was a cement finisher for Dufferin, and he never wanted me to go into construction. He said, like, go to school. Because it's hard work, and he wanted me to use my head. Yeah. So I said, okay. So I went to college, and I studied marketing. And I graduated with marketing, and then I went into a marketing f uh, company, and I worked there for a year and a half. Hated it. Office? Yeah. I loved doing things with my hands. So I started landscaping and I loved it because so I lo left the marketing. I left the marketing Full and I went, to I went to, I went to landscaping. Okay. Actually, I was doing both two jobs. I was working on the weekend landscaping and then during the week marketing just to see if one would take, and I was making more money on the weekend than a 40 hour week. So I said, this is, this is a, this, you know, this is ridiculous. So I started landscaping full time. And then I met my wife, and uh, her dad was tiling. She he had tile company, 
and uh, I had intentions of marrying her. So she's like, uh, why don't you ask my dad if you want to start tiling? Didn't know anything about tiling. Nope, nothing. Just interlock, more uh, or less, right? So uh, I guess it's a similar kind of tiling. Similar. Right now, all the hardscape guys are freaking out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I started. Uh, I started working with him, and uh, he had contracts to do a loblaws with anything to do with loblaws. So we okay. were in a. We were doing a lot of loblaws. So I started doing vinyl flooring first, which was a great way to start learning because to do your cuts to make everything perfect vinyl has to be perfect there's no joint no so that's how i started and two weeks into it i just loved it and again i started with the union so we were like production so it's go 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 and was there I, enough time to learn that's how you learn you just keep he would just put me on the floor says cut this do this do that so the first two years all i did was cut clean and grow. Mm -hmm. And then he would, he would put me in a, remember Holy Smokes? Yeah. Tile that. Because he would throw it, and then he would come and check it. He By said, yourself, he, leave you there? Yeah. He said, go and start it. Uh, anyway, fast forward, after a year and a half, I started running uh, uh, a crew of my own. And I was, I was still an apprentice, and I was running it because uh, I loved the job. So I took the time to learn all the aspects that you needed to know, like squaring off a room three, four, five, if, if a lot of people understand that, um, and, and figuring out how to start, where to start to get the, 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 the best pieces yep. and the most production. So yeah. that's how I started. And then we continued, 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 and uh, he retired after 17 years working with him or no, sorry, not 17, 15 or 16 years working for him. He closed and I opened up my own company. Which what was is the name of his Flor company? Village Marble and Tile. Okay, all right. And uh, we were well known. We did a lot of Loblaws. We did, then we started dealerships and that's where JP, me and JP met on, He, I hired him to come and work with me at a Toyota. We were it's doing not, a Toyota. It's funny you guys say that because I, I don't know if I'm the only one, but I think a lot of times I walk into commercial places I look down and I'm like, mm -hmm. somebody I know must have laid this tile here. <laughs> like somebody, because I know a few people that are doing the night shift, the weekend shifts yeah. oh, to yeah. get all that work done because none of that can happen during the day when oh, yeah. business as usual, right? Yeah. So it's like, but a lot of other people just don't pay any attention to it. But if you're in the trades, you understand that someone's here, not just tiling, it's the electrical work, the framing, yeah, everything. Yeah, there's a lot of there's trades. A lot of stuff that we goes on. We met a lot of people, made a lot of friends because you're just working together with people, yeah. right? So anyway, yeah, we met. I met JP then, and uh, I loved his attitude. I loved that he had um, focus, and he he loved doing. He wanted to be perfect, which is something I really thrive on. Like I like when people care about their job. Um, if you don't love it, don't do it. Yeah, and mm -hmm. I, I respected that from him. Right. So anyway, we became friends at that point. Uh, we worked together for so so long, and then after the job was done, he went his way, I went mine. But we still kept in contact. And then uh, I just started going and going and going. And um, I didn't want to do commercial anymore. You know, the, the last learn job. Learn what you could learn from it? Yeah. The last job I did was Maple Leaf Gardens, the Loblaws and Maple Leaf Gardens. It was 14 hours, 16 hours. Or is days. it the Loblaws or is it the Maple Leaf Gardens? Which Maple one? Leaf Gardens. <laughs> no, I know because they Loblaws. bought it and I then know. they turned it into a. Yeah. So I was there for four and a half long, long wow. months. Yeah. And I got it done. And um, 
that was one of my greatest accomplishments because you know you, you turn and your father-in-law turns to you and just hands you the drawings and says here this is yours and exactly. i was like wow that was one of the biggest tile experiences i had to i had to do on my own i had 12 guys with me and to run a job really really hard a lot stress. of a lot of stress but it was you know it was it was fulfilling um uh galen weston really really respected what i did and how i worked and you know uh, managing a team and getting to 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 to, to get them to their fullest potential to lay the tile exactly the way i wanted it mm -hmm. right so uh, JP can can vouch for me about how much I plan. I would go home and open a drawing and and just it's almost more plan. challenging when you got such a larger space instead of a smaller. It's a space. little easier actually because there's there's more you can get away with when it's larger. Okay. Because uh, but I, I, I was thinking more about where do you begin, where do you end, kind of thing. Yeah. Versus mm -hmm. a smaller space, you're almost always dictated where you're potentially going to start True. and end from, right? True. But a larger space. But you a larger walk space in. sometimes it's also. Uh, following through with other trades. So if the other trades are done in one area, we jump in yeah. and do that. And yeah. so we work together. So it's, again, on a job site, working with your other trades is very important, respecting your other trade. Yeah. So, you know, like you, you want, you want, you want to, you don't want to leave a mess for the other trade. No, you want to work not. together. So everybody works efficiently yeah. and everybody's happier. I'd rather go to job and everybody helps each other than everybody's on top of each other yep. arguing, which is not because the job goes fun. a lot smoother. That's how yeah. it is. Right. I, I love that. We have such a, a diverse culture, like cross section here, yeah. three generational and you're just getting started. Right. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying just, I'm just saying that you're getting started, but you guys are mm -hmm. generational and I'd love to get an idea of what you guys today see different from the days that when your parents or your dads were doing it at that age, what is the one key thing that's slightly different? Or even if Alicia, if you can kind of share on that, on what you've seen change in the industry. Pride. Pride is mm, different. That's the best. It's not there. Not a lot of people care. I see a lot of, you got to remember too, man, is like a lot of the guys that are his father-in-law's age or my father's age, they're either retired, the guys that actually cared, mm -hmm. right? A lot of the people coming in now, they don't care anymore. Is the lack That's of true. caring associated with money? I don't think it's the money, to okay. be honest. I, I like maybe I in a I, sense, I, maybe in a, a sense, but I don't think it's totally yeah. the money. I think it's just get it done. Who cares? Move on. Get paid. You hear guys uh, like, what is that? Uh, what is that saying? Everybody says good enough for Canada. <laughs> good enough for Canada? I've heard it's good jobs? enough, but not Canada. No, no, but, <laughs> but I wonder like if the same. Americans are saying good enough for America and <laughs> Italy, good you enough hear, for Italy. You hear guys when you're on job sites and they're saying this, and I'm looking at them like, okay, well, you just screwed me on that part. Good enough for me, I guess, right? Like, yeah. Like, yeah. Are you it's, guys seeing? It's lack of a good work ethic. I think that's really the problem. So it's a person. Yeah, I think it yeah. is too. Yeah. But I've seen a lot of. That's how you're trained. A lot of young yes. guys come and go with us in the past couple of years, and how long do they stay on average? With uh, you, couple paychecks, so maybe That's two it? months, yeah. and uh, it's either too hard for them or they expect more money, and it really depends on the person and who yeah. they are and what they want to do with their life. Because a lot of younger people, I find, don't care; they just want to do it for something part time. When it's a full time job, it's something I'm passionate about, and then you know. A lot of older people, they either care or they don't. Um, it, it goes both ways. I see it. I had 72 hours. 
Yeah. <laughs> Seven, two hours. I had four hours. <laughs> really, huh? Four hours. As soon as, I, yeah, because I thought, like with me, for example, the best thing to do is find someone young, right out of high school or yeah. something. You know, they, maybe they don't want to go to college, but they want to learn a trade. Yeah. And if they're passionate about, it doesn't matter what trade you get into. It's enough to be tile. It could be anything. It could be any trade. But if you want to learn, you'll notice in the first week, they want to learn. I've looked at that. You'll so know what's in the one first week. sign that you guys see from someone who's getting in and you can tell that they're not sure if they want to be in this trade? Well, they don't, they don't put a lot of, so they don't care. Uh, you can see it. They, but what's the signal? Thinking that ahead. Okay, so they're not planning for the day. No, 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 no. thinking ahead. If like, you get, for example, if I get an apprentice that I want to try someone, which we go through lots all the time, but if you get a guy that is already thinking ahead of what you might need and what you might want to do, you keep them. That interest is there. A sparkle in the eye is there. And then you wait till the next week. You say, okay. And then you give them, me, my always test is the grinder. How steady your hand is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some guys are, you know. Yeah. <laughs> your reaction to it, right? That guy that I had for 72 hours, as soon as I give him the grinder the first time, I say, okay, here. Showed, I showed him two seconds how to do something. He kind of veered off. Oh, it's too much dust for me. But yeah. then you put a mask on. <laughs> so I said, okay, so you go and get a mask and you give it to him. He's like, oh, I don't think this is for me. This was 72 hours. Am I fair to say that oh. I guess a lot of the new kids coming into the business, not just tiling, but just trade, do you want them, I think so, that they should have enough of an interest in your business as much as you do? And when I say that, they should care enough about what they're doing reflects to your business. Yeah. Every business should be like that. Yeah. You're dealing yeah. with a lot of clients and if they can't respect you or your clients, then they're not going to respect the business in whole. Exactly. He's right. Yeah. So it's interesting that you like, I, there's always two different, it's like two sides of a coin of a tradesperson yeah. coming into the business. Like you're coming into the exact same day, the, like the universe, the way it's all set up, sun comes up, you've got your eight hour day, 10 hour, whatever. It doesn't matter how you guys work your business, but you've got an opportunity to either learn Challenge yourself, install something amazing, cut something perfectly, or not care. Mm -hmm. And spend those eight hours not caring, or spend those eight hours learning something new, asking someone that's more experienced. Like you guys, I would be enjoy being rubbing elbows along you guys and going, hey, I just want to pick your brain. Uh, yeah. How did you pull this off? How did you pull So that you just off? said the main thing. What's that? When you were asking the question of what do you think dictates a good apprentice or someone you that wants to learn, it. asking questions. Yeah. Simple. Yeah. But are they in. Like Alicia was mentioning, you you were a little intimidated, right? You were a little you didn't have anybody to reach out to. Yeah. So how did you pick up those little tidbits of information that you needed to propel yourself to better projects, right? I think it was more so just problem solving in my head. Like I would go to bed and I would just be sitting there in bed thinking for hours. Rack like in your head, okay, yeah. what's the best way to do this? What's the most efficient method? Um, if I lay it like this, then like what's the result gonna be? So I had to just think through um Use online resources the best I can um, and kind of go from there. Smart. Yeah. Yep. I can Smart. say I do that too. Oh, I go yeah. to bed sleeping about this yeah. stuff. Yeah. You guys still do <laughs> it, it every stop. day, every job, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because yeah. it's just get more and more challenging now, aren't they? Mm -hmm. All Everything's the getting challenging yeah. now, right? Bigger yeah. tile certain things and your, your mathematics on that larger tile. I'd love to get into the trend side of things because you guys are almost never a part of the trend conversation, mm -hmm. but yet you're asked to basically fulfill what they've started. 
exactly yeah. which is a little bit of a challenge because it would be nice if you guys are part of that conversation to begin with so you can give your your input your professional input onto the selection process but right don't and then it's too late after so how do you handle that when you've got these trends coming in and we saw this probably about 10 years ago, whereas all large format was coming in, porcelain was coming in. Mm-hmm. 10 years mm-hmm. ago, it would have been the most popular, what, 12 by 24 and 24 by 24. Yeah. Started coming in. Yeah. Those, yeah. those were starting to come in. Yeah. yeah. So 24 by mm-hmm. 24 was But homeowners in. and designers were just choosing them because that was what it was less in the Less grout showroom. lines, less grout joints. So a lot of designers were coming in and, and they were like, we want, a, we want a bigger tile. We want less grout so it's cleaner. Um, and then borders and then you know transitions different types of everything was like okay so we just we work we worked with them we made we made things happen because we have to that's our job it was all it was all problem solving it's a puzzle so my father-in-law loved it because he would turn to me and says okay we got to do this stone figure it out (laughs) (laughs) how do you have love for that where it's like this stone you figure it out because he, he would challenge me he says okay you got to figure out how we're going to do this. What are the challenging tiles today, guys? The five by ten oh God, quarter yeah. inch porcelain slabs, six, <laughs> six mil slabs. Yeah, yeah, those are fun. You look at it the wrong way, it might crack. Yeah, they're very <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and they do. Actually, very flexible. Oh so yeah, some of them. And, and some of them are good. Some of them are like. Well, some of them are a little bit of a hill. I yeah. find the yeah. the black or darker color tiles. Those are the ones that are easier to crack. Uh, if you have like a lighter color. It's something to do with the chemical composition the in print. it, it's the, print, the print, everything, yeah, the print. where it's made. So what is it, the, cut, the dye or the... It's the dye in yeah. it. it wouldn't have Not just because it's that color, but those colors are a weaker material. fractures and stuff in it more. Like me, my experience, the best tiles I've installed color-wise, never had issues, the cement color in the grays. Yeah. But That's tile, true. not actual cement. No, because I played tile. with cement ones and looks it's like, just like, it looks yeah. like it looks like bring the egg over here because yeah. like, it's yeah. gonna crack, right? <laughs> right? Yeah. No, this like the they look like a cement finish, or maybe they might have like a terrazzo kind of look to it. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like those, they cut the best. I don't know why matte finish. Interesting. They, they were the like me and Dom actually just finished four by four slabs. Yeah, that was fun. Forest Hill, concrete look. Those were actually nice to work. Those are beautiful. Four tiles. by four slabs. Yeah. 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 Still big and it's heavy. That one mm-hmm. tile in front of the stairs. Oh yeah, <laughs> we had to, to rip out the, the drywall. Out. Yeah. See, actually, now that he just said that, <laughs> so when you were talking about planning, right? Yeah. When you pick <laughs> tiles of that nature, four by four, four by eight, four by nine, five by ten, they're actually bringing six by twelve in the next year into Canada. Wow. When me and Dom were actually at the show with Pegrin, they're bringing six by twelves here soon. So when you go for planning and you, I tell the contractor... That's for you guys, isn't it? Because you take all the, the responsibility. On so transporting it? If you choose it, yeah. to do it, if you choose to take it. Mm. Have so you tackled them, Alicia? No. You haven't tackled them? What's no. the largest that you've tackled? Two by four. Two by four. Yeah. Are you looking forward to tackling? By myself, I've yeah, done it before. By yourself. Yes. Two by four by yourself is still fun. It's, yeah, it's challenging. Yeah, no stress on your back. Yeah, yeah no <laughs> Trust me, I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, no, no walls and floors are perfect today, right? If you got to build up a little bit do certain things, it all you're depends on picking it up and down. It's that's where it gets. That's where the risk is. That's where the risk is. So, I mean, what other tiles are we seeing trend wise that clients are asking, homeowners are asking, like who's Who's dictating that boat? Is designers. It designers. Designers, right? Yeah. So are we just seeing what's coming out of other countries? Is, because I know that Canada is not really the, the design source. Well, what I've noticed, my personal opinion anyways, is a lot of the designers are copying what other designers do. Yeah, they seen the there's never one designer that I've <laughs> worked with that 
does their own thing. In the sense of they're totally different from There's others. some of them that do their own thing. Some, and but they're really like funky. Like, yeah, I mean, you really want this on your floor? Okay, you get some of the and handmade just, tile. <laughs> yeah, I saw that ones you the handmade. Oh my god! I, they wanted me to do two by four handmade from Creekside Tile, which is a very well known tile place that has a lot of the handmade from Spain and Italy. Yeah, see, I like that stuff. Yeah. Oh no no, it's beautiful. I have I have patience for handmade. I okay, do. Yeah yeah. I like doing that stuff. It makes you think more too, even though your head want to throw something against the wall half the time installing that stuff but they wanted me to install green like hulk green tile in a fireplace and i just say cool right hulk green i think that's a trend now because i've seen that too i did there's a lot pink. of olive yeah. greens and terrazzo things like that. Yeah. porcelain tiles pink yeah. don't get me started with and terrazzo. green <laughs> whole bathroom yeah like whole spring. bathroom his dad came and says make sure you don't drink before you go in the bathroom <laughs> 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 i was like it was just like, yeah, it was really out there. So in the years of experience that you guys have had, um, has the quality of the product gone down? better. No, I think <laughs> It depends on where it's from. You, okay, so, so they were, they were I'll both sides. Right what I'll do you guys, you guys Chinese in the middle. Chinese got better. Yep. It, it really depends on where them. it's from, who's making it. Um, I've talked to a few um, distributors um, that go to Italy. They see how it's manufactured. And it's really on the brand, where it's from, who's making it, if the quality control is there or not. Because some of them, you get those clearance section ones and those 12 by 24s will flex on you too. Or they're different sizes and, you know, you're scratching your head. But Lumberland. Yeah. <laughs> That's a, but the level is in English. Yeah, I would say it definitely depends where it's from. Yeah. Yeah. Like I find Spanish and Italian tiles tend to be better quality. Very good. Um, but you guys were saying that Chinese, Chinese on the bigger ones, better. on the bigger ones. What yeah. I've noticed is okay. if it's a rectified edge, okay, a lot of them might be one mil to two mil, depending on the differences. Yes, on but the bigger ones. Yeah. And what the most important part is not even the size difference; it's the bevel. If it's over polished, that yeah. creates a bigger joint now. And now so you're going like this, trying to fix it to yeah, make it look true. good. Never, never mind flowing it, even if you're... Yeah, but I, I challenge square. all the designers out there to realize that there has to be a minimum thickness for a grout joint for the actual grout to uh, do yes. what it's supposed to minimum do. Minimum is, is, is 1.5, I think, minimum. Minimum, yeah. yeah. And, and a minimum depth as well, too, right? So this is what well, I... Well, the depth taught. is... The depth is... Uh, no, no, so for that grout to work the way it's supposed to work, you're supposed to have uh, a minimum on both sides on the depth of it and the width of it. In, in so somewhat, it somewhat, yeah. somewhat. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. It, so it sticks, exactly. Otherwise, it could fail at that point, right? Well, cement helps it too, right? When you put enough yeah. cement, that, that'll help bond the, the grout. So how do you guys handle dealing with clients and designers where it's the first time you're touching this tile? This podcast episode has been sponsored by Class and Bronze Limited, authorized Canadian and U.S. wholesale distributor of pagan heavy-duty, high-performance tile leveling systems and installation tools. Choosing to buy outstanding and beautiful tiles also requires buying exceptional tile leveling system. For hassle-free installation and an exceptional leveled finish, choose Pagrin. Imitate it, never duplicate it. Available at Amazon, select ProSol stores, and purchased at www.tilelevelingsystems.shop. You can also find Pagrin on social at Tile Leveling Systems and their website, www.pagrin.com. It's the first time you're working with this tile. It's pray. not like every job, you just pray. Pray by No, you, you <laughs> can't pray while you're submitting yeah, invoices. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, like, how do, you, how do you have the confidence to kind of 
never touched this tile. I know the scope here. I've seen the layout. They've given you a drawing, let's say, whatever, if it's going to be borders, whatever. How do you guys communicate that, I guess, professional confidence to that end user? Go with the flow. So Just for me, for um, me. the first time we did slabs, they were the three by eight. And... Honesty is one of the biggest key roles in this industry because a lot of guys will just kind of go with the flow or, you know, hope for the best and, oh, well, if it breaks, I don't know, and close their <laughs> eyes. But, you know, we were honest that we didn't do that before. We haven't tackled a big project. And we had 14 of these slabs to do in a house uh, in Forest Hills, a really nice house. And steam shower, ceiling, miters, cuts on every angle you could oh, possibly wow, imagine. And... Um, we bought the right tools, you know, we did the job, we took our time and uh, explained to them that, you know, we cannot um, do anything if it breaks. Like this is what it is, like tiles break all the time, especially the more fragile and you're carrying it up three flights of stairs. Um, you are praying constantly all day, but you know, yeah. <laughs> and um, you know, I actually made a mistake on one of those tiles that I'll never let down where we had four different cuts, a mitered edge on it and about to spread cement. And I just touched it with the trowel on the miter edge and it chipped. Oh it was a white gosh. tile, but it had like a texture on it. So it looked like drywall. Yeah. And um, yeah, we had to redo the whole cut. Luckily enough, they bought an extra tile and it didn't come out of our paycheck or anyone's because, you know, we ended up using parts of it for other things. But yeah, you just got to be honest and upfront with them. Say, like, this is what it is. I'm going to do my best. Uh, if I can't tackle it, you might have to call somebody else. Um, but I bring it up because it's like the cost of material these days is getting so much higher. It's yeah. ridiculous. That clients and designers are most likely not wanting to bring in more than enough or just give you enough to... And 100%. Hope. But that's ridiculous. But you can't do you know, that, right? You know it's how many really times that even JP, yeah. we, we, we hit the spot that we started something and then we're short tiles we lose the day. Those four by four slots. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We lose sure. the day. They were short like, two pieces because you know what I think, man? It's like the designer and the contractor, I would tell them, I'll measure the room for you. I'll tell you what you need. They don't do that half well, the time. I go back to the beginning of this conversation <laughs> where it's like you guys need to be a part Local, of the preview of the conversation I've of what's being selected. Yes. I've seen designers on site going like this. One, two, three. <laughs> oh I'm not my joking. Goodness. And I'm like, and I go up to them. I said, but that's not how you count. Are they doing hopscotch? Or are they like, they <laughs> <get> <laughs> that, that would have been interesting it? at least. <laughs> but I'm like, but you can't count like that. That's not how you do it. There's no room <laughs> for right? error. Because no. no two by four tile, two foot by four foot tile is 24 by 48. No, no right? that's another thing. That's the other problem is most we of all know that. I guess is like, 23 and 5 eighths by yeah. 47 yeah. sometimes and or 47 and an eight. So Am I the only one that stood up in suppliers? rooms showrooms and said okay don't talk to me about this being 48 square feet or whatever it is yeah. right this is not 48 square feet this, <laughs> this is the exact i'm calculating it right now this is the exact square footage so i mean like you guys ever do that because it's you need to I, order more material for the job that you're going to do i think by doing that I, at this point they just don't care the suppliers they're not the ones making it they're not the ones bringing so there's it a in. difficult relationship now like they just these are this is what we're bringing in live with it use it that's what i didn't like about the introduction of porcelain into the north american market mm -hmm. uh, they came up with a really good product but they left everything onto you guys to figure out how to 100 percent, yeah and if it failed they left it again onto you onto guys us. which well, wasn't mm -hmm. fair no i've called manufacturer before directly in spain for an issue i had because a tile store you're not going to do anything with them you're not going to go anywhere with the retailer 
you got to go directly. Talk to the manufacturer. Manufacturer. They said the same thing after to me too. Oh, we can't help you. Mm. <laughs> so then you, then you ask your colleagues, right? You ask your friends. You yeah. know, I ask, me and JP talk Is a there lot. a lot of that going on? Like, do you guys see, yeah. do you see it now, Alicia? With, like, are you yeah. reaching out to other people through oh, social for media? Sure, for and sure. talking to other top setters yeah. and other people? Like, I, yeah. I, I definitely think that you guys might even be talking to some stone large slab mm-hmm. guys right manufacturers uh, fabricators I have good friends of mine that that's what they do for a living so yeah. that's that's why when mm-hmm. when you said when they're introducing these big things that i call them in and they're I, the ones that are handling it yeah because that's what they do every day yeah see okay one guy told me stick to what you know don't do things that you don't know if you want to then start small don't mm-hmm. take on something big but aren't, aren't the principles similar when you start talking about 2CM or 3CM slabs, mm-hmm. the principle of installations are similar. Similar, similar yes. Mil, similar. There's probably even more fragility. Like, it's yes. like you got to be a lot more careful because... Oh, yeah. But you I have mean, to also have the right tool. The right I've tool, seen guys yeah. cut 2 mil or 2CM uh, quartz, like a sliver of it, and not break. And I'm it's like... different material. I know. It's quartz and glue and all yeah. this other stuff, right? Yeah. But I was impressed with that. You can do that with certain things, yes. right? Yeah. And you get that funky smell. You could do that with porcelain too. You just really got to take you. your time. <laughs> so you just got to take your time with yeah. it, right? Are there any tile materials that you guys like to see introduced into the market? Materials as in? Like which materials? Anything like at more all. More marble like, or I, anything more natural at all. Like I, yeah, I don't know if you guys have heard the show, but I'm not a huge fan of glass block and I don't want to ever see it again. Yeah, <laughs> glass block. And, and I was in some mall like recently and tiles. there was two retails yeah. that had glass block and I was like, What's going on here? It's like 1970. <laughs> so it's just like, are there materials that you guys like to see? Like, I remember a lot of glazed, I guess, subway material that was came and went really fast. Well, Cracked glaze. Yeah. Yeah. Came yeah, and yeah, went. Yeah, and like, it looks like a shattered of, look. Yes. Yes. And I, I was a like huge it. fan of that. I don't like it. Why? Because it, it looks keeps, broken. It, keep, it keeps on snapping. <laughs> <laughs> when you cut it, when yeah, you I know. cut it, it I know. It's, it's frail. <laughs> it's garbage. I mean, anyway, when me and JP went, uh, JP, sorry, excuse me, when we went to the uh, the last show. At, coverings. Uh, coverings. Coverings, yeah. Uh, we saw glass 24 by 48 tile. Was it wow. 24 by 48? No, it was 4 by 8. How thick was it? But you got to remember. Oh, but they had different sizes. They had different sizes, and there they was were prints done on glass and lit up with LED. It was okay. the most gorgeous thing I've All seen. Right. So let's talk about. So oh, that's nice. Cool. But I'm not glass wise. <laughs> this is what I have a problem when, when glass was introduced. Uh, salespeople were talking about how you need to get a glass cutter to install it. Glass blade does help us. Glass blade. Wet no, no, they wanted a glass installer. So they wanted someone who installs like glass, glass shower enclosures and glass material. Oh, wow. oh. And I argued with them. I said, no, this is still a glass film on top of ceramic, ceramic, yeah. which is basically every porcelain tile. Technically speaking, Techni- some of them are even it's a, it's glass a glass. It's a glass thing. coating on top of a yeah. cementitious material. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So why are you telling your clients that you need to go speak to glass manufacturers or glass trades no and not tile trades in my opinion this was a tile trade because mm-hmm. most tiles are glass faced yes well ceramic unless you get not all of them full, so there is one body. tile actually actually uh, pretty sure me steve or maybe yourself or then we've installed them the micro cement yeah so it's four different layers in that tile micro cement so it's a not micro cement sorry the white one with the glass marble it's got all these different layers in it. It's a pain to cut. Well, you can't cut it with a tile cutter. It's like five porcelain? Thick. It's porcelain, but it's got the top layer is a glass finish. Yeah. Then it's mar- like a stone material. And you can then see it's porcelain. through the body. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. You have to use a wet saw. 
yeah. and the wet sauce screams when you cut it. Yeah. It's <laughs> a different kind of porcelain. <laughs> it's a different. It's the like, top layer no. is actually glass. Yeah. So that that's the question: is how do you cut it? You treat it. You gotta use a wet sauce. Wet sauce. You have wet to use sauce, a wet right? Sauce. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what I figured. You can't yeah. use a towel. Uh, otherwise, you're going to chip it, But right? it takes forever on a wet saw. It still takes forever. It's It'll, like cutting yeah. actual glass. Because to cut glass, glass tile, it actually, t- you, you should go slow. You shouldn't be cutting it quick. Because to get a nice edge on it, when you Clean cut. Clean cut. Yeah. Yeah. With a good blade. But again, like cutting these things were like crazy. I had never, I, oh, yeah. I, I just, <laughs> you listen, at this point in time, when I when I switched to, from commercial to, 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 to custom, I choose what I want to do. And that's the when you go custom. Yeah, when I go custom. So if, if a client says, you know, I want this, I can't help you with this one. If I'm not comfortable doing something, I, I walk away. And it's you know what? I I, I I I stress that on everybody out there. Don't do what you're not you don't feel confident doing. If you have a if you have confidence in doing what, what they are asking, do it. If you don't, walk away because the stress and, and, and that that you have to deal with it's not worth it. At the end of the job, if you don't get it done, you don't get paid. You want to take that risk? Do you guys feel the younger trades getting into the business are thinking this is easy? Because of we've got a clip system, we've got all the tools, we've got everything. I rarely actually see a lot of the younger guys getting into our industry. They don't get into the industry. Yeah, I've seen do. it a few times it? where yeah, they just jump in, but they don't I'm last. Part of the handful, I guess. <laughs> no, no, I'm saying they don't like, yeah. they get, I'm saying they get in, but they don't last. It's but the they don't last. Yeah. Hard work. They're not used to it. We like, listen. Society right now, because uh, of my age, I think I'm older than a lot of you guys. So the, the, what I've seen is that n- now, when you see these young guys come in, they're not used to doing all this hard work. It's because how we're raising these kids now, they're weak. They're weak, mm-hmm. you know. When I was raised, <laughs> don't hold back, Don. <laughs> no, he's right. They're, I have to agree with him on that. They are. They're spoiled. They're spoiled, yeah. guys. I'm sorry. Listen, there's there's ending. a there's a list of trades that I don't think the younger generation is going towards, and I think that would oh. be like concrete tiling, roofing. Oh, it's too hard for them. Framing the, is borderline. The last time I spoke to one of the guys at uh, local 27, mm. right? He says, as of right now, the biggest demand in North America. Tile setters, stonemasons, wow. bricklayers, bricklayers, yeah. and concrete finishers. Those are all I the hardest. That. Those are the four yeah, trades <laughs> that a lot of the guys, let's say you're born in Canada, born and raised, born in the U.S., born and raised. They're not getting into it. But here, I'll say this. They're the most profitable. If, 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 done right. Business, you right. if you do it right. If, you do it right. <laughs> yeah. if your business is set up they correctly, it's potentially the most profitable, right? Yeah. You have yeah. to just have to establish your business. And you have to like what you do. Yeah, but you can be smart about how you do it too. I'm not talking about cutting corners. Nobody's interested in cutting corners. Yeah. I'm just saying that if you handle the trade properly and you can set up the business properly, you can actually make a really You're good very living. successful. Yeah, yes. you yeah. can. 100%. Yeah. Very yeah. comfortable. So that's why I guess there's that disconnect where who's not teaching the younger trade this and who should be teaching the younger trade well, this? Well, put it this way. Um, when I was in Local 31, right, again, we knew... People in there. My father, he's still in the industry. He sells a lot of the acetone and chemicals for a lot of the stone shops in Toronto. Yeah, and he got me into a company, Gem Campbell, when I first yeah. went into the union. And I noticed that they just make the younger guys coming in. Like I really wanted. I already knew some of the background because my grandfather and helping them, right? But they keep the younger guys just doing more of the grunt work for years, not just six months or something. Know, but and what the journeymen's? The journeymen's should, in my opinion, you want to get new tile setters in the industry that actually like what they're doing and everything, you need to set up an apprentice with a journeyman. He goes to that part, apprentice to the journeyman, goes to that part. 
that's how you're going to learn the most. Not just go grout this floor, go clean these boxes. Well, you here's the make other them thing. Excited. Exactly. Why, yeah. why is there not, you guys are all being taught by hand it down, right? And then you're yes. searching online or what have you. Why don't we have any kind of educational regulation? Well, we do. We, we, we also have, remember, let me get into it. The TT Mac. But those are in the guild. They're dinosaurs. I'm going to say, yeah, it. you I guys listening like, to it. You I all don't want to go in there and go teach me how to put a 12 inch by 12 inch ceramic tile. Yeah. So they do have the trade school, um, the uh, tile marble and yeah, trousel yeah, trade yeah. school. Yeah. They get the Ontario College of Trades uh, Hammerheads program. I don't know if you heard about that. No. Many. So the Hammerheads, they get like sort of kids out of high school that don't want to go to college or something, but they want to learn a trade. Okay. They bring them to all different schools, not just tiles, but HVAC, electrical. To get a sense of it. They get a sense of okay. it. And if they like it, they stay in it. In the tile one, I because I had to go through the courses to get my red seal, to get my paperwork, right? As fully a journeyman. 35 students in the class. How many survived? Four. <gasps> wow. <laughs> Ouch. That actually wanted to be there? Four. So why do you think it was four? Was it the way it was being taught or what was being taught? The teacher at the trade school, listen, he's been in the trade for a long time. He's been in the, he has, he's been in the trade for a long time. I can't time. tell you the last time I asked anybody in Orange Apron anything. Like, I don't ask that question, right? You know so. what the thing is, is he does teach does teach the teacher that was there he's a great guy I, my grandfather worked with his father yeah. generation after generation like okay. the, you know what i mean but yeah. the fundamentals of doing certain things in the trade school it would be like a week of doing this okay next week you're doing that and just go and do it and do some paperwork but as a teacher if let's say i wanted to open up my own trade school i'm going to get on my hands and knees I'm going to work with these people. Yeah. Yes. I'm not just there because yeah. I don't want to lay tile anymore no, and I'm getting a paycheck that. from yeah. the guild. So I, I want know. to stay in there. You have to get your hands dirty. TT Mac and all of them. I'm going to say it publicly. They're a dinosaurs. No, I know. We, we know need that. young blood I've, in there. I've we need people that. that actually enjoy what they're doing now. They don't bring new materials either. So example, the school, they don't teach you about, let's say, Prova, Schluter systems, Latacrete. Mm -hmm. These are the things that are coming into the market now. This is what you have to adapt to. This is what you have to learn. Mm -hmm. If you're going to work in the union, even then, big jobs, Mapai contracts, Schluter contracts, yeah. Ardex contracts. It's all spec. It's all spec. But then you, if it's spec, then you should educate yourself on those specs to learn it before you even get on to the job site, right? right? Exactly. But there are not a lot of people that do that. In my opinion, if you're going to get apprentices, I want to learn tiles. The basics of prepping should be the starting point. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Not laying tile, not doing this and that. Prep. Yeah. Your prep is the most important. And after the prep, like prep's getting a little bit easier in the sense of the material we're using today compared to, let's say, before. The techniques and the tools and everything. That's and the, one yeah. in, the, most in, the most important thing, I think, is every apprentice needs to know how to do dry pack. They're not teaching that anymore because, you know, they're making, listen, the foam pans, the companies, they're great. They're awesome. They save a lot of time on your back and everything. They're but great if it's a 48 by 48, a 32 by 60. Yeah. Well, no, the other thing, too, right? is you got to remember, Manny, is if your substrate is not flat, it has a hump in it. Like you can build up those foam pans a little bit depending on the thin set you're using. But technically you should self-level it first, then put yes. the foam and pan in, but that starts to increase things. And yes. then when you could actually So at that point there, pack, right? now you can just use dry pack. And you can still use the products to waterproof and do certain mm -hmm. things. But a lot of the kids today, and I see a lot of the tile setters that I meet, and I said, oh, so did you dry pack that? Oh, no, I use the pan. He goes, I've never done dry pack. I go, You've been in the trade for seven years. You've never done dry pack in a shower. I guess it's also, I guess a lot of plumbers that are in the industry that mostly focus on residential don't really touch copper all that much. 
right? Not, not Until they zone. get to either the valves of the hot water tank or yeah. if it's a, a instant hot water tank or something, mm-hmm. like, maybe, but they touch a little bit of it. So they wouldn't have the same experience as an older generation plumber, right? So it's No, same. you're right. I yeah. agree with you. I think that there are, so here's, there's two arguments. You've got the kids coming into the business that want to get tiling sooner. Exactly. But you got the people that are in the business that want to educate the kids more before they get tiling sooner. Is that's that still correct? that's still that's still a, a, maybe a handful of people that actually want to teach. What do people. you what do you what do you want to see from the kid when they're ready to start tiling? What do you want to see from that person that trades? Well, attention to detail. To attention yeah. to detail for sure. I want to see them figure out how to map out a room. Yeah, like Same okay, thing. here's a room. Uh-oh. Where do you start? Where do you finish? Wh- how how are you going to start? What piece is going to go here? What you plan all so this? So how room. would you do that? You would get mm-hmm. the person and go. Here's the room. I'm going to be the other one. Yeah, I'm going to come some back. Lines. I'm going to come. I'm going to come back and you tell me how we start and finish yeah. this. And I'll see if it's if yeah. it's the right way. And mm-hmm. if he's excited about it, then he's, it's a good sign. Yeah. So it's again, it's all about attitude uh, uh, on a job site. Everybody has different attitude. If it's like, I think it's okay, whatever. Like when you see, when you hear that, mm-hmm. like, don't give a shit. Excuse me if I'm. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that, but um, <laughs> this is the Just construction did. life. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, if, he, if, he, if he cares about what he's doing, then it's a good sign. If he doesn't, then it's mm-hmm. like I had one apprentice. He was great. He he was he was what JP said. He was a, 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 a pig worker. He would come through the union, come and grout. Every day, a pig, worker? pig, he's a pig. He just throw him over there and throw him. He's going to grout all day. He's going to make his hours. Picturing the squealing on the job. Yeah, <laughs> so he would, he would grout for weeks at a time, just clean garbage, open tiles, but he would never lay but tiles. But do, do they not understand? I but go hold back on, to my Manny, point. But the union, okay, what they would do is they would accumulate their hours and they would go from first to fourth year apprentice grouting. Just grouting. And yeah. they were getting paid to grout. They didn't know how to install a tile. I had a guy. He was makes no fourth sense. year apprentice. Come and he's like, Dom, can you teach me how to tile? I go, how many years have you been in the, in the union? I go, four years. Four years? I says, you don't know how to lay a tile? So I said, you're going to come work with me for two months. He came to work with me. Do you know that I would make him do the closet? I would make him snap lines. I would say, okay, do it like this. You know why I taught him? Because he wanted to learn. And then I would, he but was you were giving them opportunities. Exactly. Yeah. And that's the problem. It's easy to do the field. Nobody gives nobody any opportunities anymore. So coming in custom mm-hmm. resi, how long should it take? Okay. Custom's a way give, give different me, situation. Give me the timeline <laughs> of how long it should take. So new kid on the block comes in and it ain't Danny or any of them. It's just new kid on the block <laughs> and he comes in and you get him, you get him or her started. What's the path? You guys tell me what's the path that they I, should be. I believe if he's, I'd love for all you guys to just kind of... he's taught properly yeah. by someone that loves what they do, and he enjoys what he does, he, she, whatever it is, it doesn't matter, but they enjoy it, they want to learn, they want to ask questions, want to do things, three or four years. Three or four years before they're laying tile? Right on their own, and not asking on their own. Own. On their Again, own. but that's being taught Steven, by you, someone that loves still? what they do. Um, I, I was going to say something more like a year. Yeah, a year um, and a half, year. Uh, I was like, like the custom. guy right a now. A year that, that we you're have. confident enough to leave that person on there, and yeah. they can tackle the job. I mean, first little bit, I want me or my dad to have some supervision, you know? Like, of course. Because he's there doing it. It's three guys on our team, so he's doing it with us, constantly asking questions. How are you traveling? Hold it like this. Do that. And every time he does it a different way, I go, oh, hold him more upright, you know, correct him immediately. And if you're able to do that, 
constantly. It should get ingrained in his brain. Eventually, you know, after a year or two years, he should be be able to fly a little bit on his own. I think that should be enough time. Like, I think it does depend on the person and their willingness to learn. Like, after work, are they going home? Are they studying more? Like, watching videos or, like, thinking about what you taught them? The next day, are they making the same mistake as the day before? Like, if they're holding the trowel incorrectly and then, okay, they're back to holding it like that again, you know? So, it just, it depends. were Were you ready to be on your own before... Your employer was ready to leave you on your own? I I was not ready. Okay. No. So I started everything before I was ready. Like my first day tiling, I, I got into the bathroom. <laughs> um, I'm like, okay, so what do I do? He's like, just tile it. I'm like, how? He's like, slap the tiles on the wall. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> so slap them because yeah. it might actually just slap them on the wall. Yeah, yeah and right. people do do that, unfortunately. Yeah. So I had to kind of sit there, figure out how to correctly level it and plan it out and do a layout. Um, and so by doing that, I watched like hours and hours of videos before actually putting a tile on the wall. Um, and this then was it's the day before, the week before that you were actually doing the job? Yeah, yeah. And then when I was there, um, so it was just like a, a bathtub and the, the tiles were like just about this big. Uh, it took me 12 hours, <laughs> 12 hours on my first uh, two days. Um, so yeah, and I got it done. But But then at what point, like a year, two years later that you felt confident that uh well union union work i would say even last like four months really, and i yeah? felt pretty confident they leave you alone and then i was left alone the whole time <laughs> wow yeah yeah so i had no yeah you, i had to i'm telling you i had to figure out everything on my own everything nobody teaching you anything not at all wow Nothing. so you had to just go youtube school yeah and just figure it out from there so yeah. I, have, I have a problem YouTube with that school. YouTube school. and where does that start from and stem from the union uh starts from yeah. them uh, union is do you know why I said three to four years, Manny? Because it's not just about putting the tile down. You need to know about prep. Yeah, prep uh, is everything. Every application there is, you're not going to learn it in a year. I'm sorry. I don't care who you are or what you do and how good you are. You're not going to learn it all in a if year. If you're on a custom resi and you're working side by side with somebody, I could see what Steven's talking about. Yeah. Now. But that's you're getting a, a, a lot more education in that's a shorter period. Yes. Yeah. You're one-on-one all the time. Exactly. That's, that's a completely that's different, different ballgame. Right? But yeah. if you're in the union, like you said, four years, you're a grower. professional ground and this is the thing is when they get to the fourth year you get your last little bit of hours you need to have your journeyman papers yeah okay now go write the test okay now go do this and that (laughs) then you're at almost 40 bucks an hour go do this room so shouldn't it be more about the skill being a cause and effect of your skill set instead of you trying to achieve hours and i bring that up because i want to also talk about your businesses how, how much of it your business operating expenses is reflective on how much they care about what they're doing for your business? A lot of it. A lot of <laughs> yeah. It. Yeah. yeah, I so mean. So your conversations are kind of dictated by if they don't care that much and they're not showing you the drive and the passion, then you're in the back of your head thinking about your business is suffering or going to suffer or I might not potentially get another job. It's always in yeah. the back of your head. Always, yeah. right? You need them to progress Uh not just like progression over years and years. Like you want them to progress pretty quickly. Like I, um, my only other job I ever had was at Shoppers Drug Mart for eight months. <clears throat> training there was a week or a month or something. So, you know, training in construction can differ on the person. But mm-hmm. um, after six months or so or a year, you, you want them to be at a steady rate where you're not holding their hand anymore. Otherwise, I think in my mind, you are kind of losing money. 
Maybe yes. you're not losing money per se because time. you know you're, you're yes. not making the money. Yeah. That you time could be making money. more. Oh, but yeah. time is yeah. money, but that time you'll never get back. No. Yeah. No. And you can have someone else that actually wants, wants to progress, to wants to learn. Yeah. Then I'll invest whatever thousands of hours in that person. I don't care. Yeah. If they send them want to a to. training school, whatever it is that gets them to get to that next step. So, what are you guys hearing from the younger trades? How much time they think they should. You ready like for. in general yeah like just any trade yeah no no Tyler Tyler tried like when when I'm sure that they speak up to you guys and go I'm ready we'll be a coach <laughs> I, haven't that I, number not I haven't had that I haven't had Alicia that you're on your own right so yeah. you're, only, you're not at the point where you're bringing on but you're going to get no. to the point where you're going to bring somebody on yeah. and so you're going to go through what these gentlemen have gone through right mm -hmm. or going through probably on a daily basis um, mm -hmm. and I'm just trying to get a sense that I get that from talking to other tile setters they're they're, they think they're ready, ready far too early. I think that they they need yeah. more. I more had a few guys yeah. like that. Sorry to interrupt. Yeah, no, no, um, one guy was grouting in the union for years, and uh, you know when he saw how we were doing jobs like vacuuming, priming, like <laughs> all of that, <laughs> he's like, "Oh, the guys <laughs> in the union, they just sweep the dust over and start spreading." And I'm like, "Okay, I don't care what you learned." Like pretend like you're a newborn baby here. Like <laughs> go go from the ABCs because this is how more, we more do. More material in the material. It gives you more. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you have to use less cement. Less cement. Dust, right? Yeah. yeah, but you know it, it's um, it it really is a different ball game out there for every person you meet. So is it better that they start in the union or is it better that they start on a custom? Or I think the experience? union is good in the sense of um, punctuality. <laughs> Yeah. No, I'm wake up. Well, if, if you don't show up, you're not going to stay. Gonna have a job. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Christmas yeah, yeah. came early for you. Yeah, um, exactly. <laughs> it's it's what happens. Yeah. Right? My father, when he was doing the trade, I remember when the recession hit, he got laid off right before Christmas. Yeah, that was tough. When the recession hit. Yeah. So, you know, and my father always used to instill in my head, you know, you don't do things properly, son. Christmas is going to come early for Another you. Another number will yeah, take over. Like that's that, what he used to say. That's basically it. Right? But if they learn that punctuality, that's the first step. Getting to the job site on Can't time. Can't get it in custom? I got it uh, with our new employee. I mean, whatever previous jobs he was doing, he was very on time. And this guy is so on time uh, that he, he's the first one there usually. And he's waiting in the truck for us. From? What other trade? Um, he was working for GCs. Okay. And then he worked in some um, like production jobs in uh, factories. So, I mean, I'm sure you have to be punctual there. I've never really been a punctual person. You know, it's always been me and my dad's. Get to the job Whenever site when you get, get to the job yeah. site, you know? <laughs> you got to get a coffee first. You got to yeah. do this, you know? And you get there and you start working. And um, But now it's it's like we are strict with all that kind of stuff. Not not so strict, but, you know, we try to be a little bit and um, a little easygoing at the same time. And it, uh, it helps. That's so what I'm going to say to that is that, okay, fine. If, you're, if you have a job site and there's a lot going on and you have employees punctuality is very important because you want everybody there at seven, let's say, right? Everybody stops for at 9.15 or 9.30, have a coffee, 12 o'clock lunch, 2.15, you have another coffee, you go home at 3.30 or whatever. That's an eight-hour day. It's organized, it's clean, it's, 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 that's the way. It's consistent. It's, it's consistent. Yeah, that's that important. is great. But when you're working on your own and you're doing a bathroom and you're working at somebody's house, you can't really hours, start at seven, that's the problem. Your start when... The they, owner tells you tell yeah. Okay, That's so true. punctuality, yes, is good when you're on a on a larger scale site. For me, okay, that's the way I see it. When we, when we had like seven, eight guys 
everybody had to be on like 10 minutes before we start on your knees starting the tile at seven. Okay, that's that's the way. We were very right to the... Like, Job right box the is open the half an hour yes, before. Yes, uh, yeah, and everything's unloaded and ready to go. Because you guys have a, a, a day set. You yeah, have but what, you, production is yeah, the production. only way to make money. Yeah. Because if you don't produce, it's, it's done. Like we had problems with guys laying 50 square feet a day. I'm like, what? So we called the union and I'm like, who is this? This guy's a journeyman at 50 square feet. He goes, he's going home. Send me another guy. Send me another guy. The union is has a lot of issues, I'm going to say. I'm not going to bash them because they have a lot of issues. They For, for 20 years, they still haven't fixed them. So... There's a is it their responsibility to fix it? It should it be is. their responsibility. That's why I said the dinosaurs got to go. Okay. All right. So I want to. I want to. I know you guys are all technically speaking competitive. You know, you're competitors here. Basically, what I'm saying. But what do you guys do that's slightly different between yourselves regarding your business to set yourself apart from the industry? This podcast episode has been sponsored by Class and Bronze Limited, authorized Canadian and U.S. wholesale distributor of Pagan heavy-duty, high-performance tile leveling systems and installation tools. Choosing to buy outstanding and beautiful tiles also requires buying exceptional tile leveling system. For hassle-free installation and an exceptional leveled finish, choose Pagan. Imitate it, never duplicate it. Available at Amazon, select ProSol stores, and purchased at www.tilelevelingsystems.shop. You can also find Pagrin on social at Tile Leveling Systems and their website, www.pagrin.com. It's good quality work. Uh, good quality work. But everybody work. can say that, no? Yeah, well, that's, that's it. Majority just, I think with our industry, that's what it is. Just, it's why we're in love just, with what you do. Yeah. With our industry in particular. I don't know. I just, Customer service. Um, See this? Yeah. Um, me, like, having sorry. a positive mindset is honestly a really game changer yes. like you gotta just your attitude when you show up on site yeah when you're estimating quoting. you know i've seen a lot of guys come to sites and go oh no it's gotta be like this f this f that and it's like well sometimes you know you have to take that back and think about how mm -hmm. you react to the situation to the clients because um like they said the clients can pick weird tiles sometimes <laughs> that you do not want to do yeah. and you know if you want things to go your way you have to kind of talk to them and I always look at it like um, in sports, you can't change the referee's call, but you can talk to him so that hopefully he doesn't make the same call next time. So maybe you don't well, want money those can do happy that. tiles, but <laughs> hopefully, you know, they go for the tiles that you preference no, that more. that happen, brother. I'm it happens sorry. for me. Good I, I get uh, bless, a lot of clients fantastic. and contractors and designers that honestly value my opinion on which tiles we should pick, you know, and a lot of times it goes my way, not all the time. You got to work with what you got. But you're selecting, you're good. making your opinion, forming it based on your experience. Yeah. So like, I like to do a lot of 24 by 48. It's a nice size, less grout. It looks nice and clean and with a linear drain. And sometimes if you could put the drain in the right mm -hmm. location, all of those ABCD things make for a very nice, easy, clean install that the client will love. You know? What do you do, Alicia, to set yourself apart? I feel like... Um, because like there's not many women uh, tile setters, then I kind of have like a bit of a different approach in terms of homeowners because uh, most of my clients are actually women. So I feel like when I go to quote a job, they might feel a little more comfortable um, like them being a woman, especially if they're single. Yep, um, I can see that. So I kind of like that's a bit of a different approach that I take, um, not in terms of like uh, actual installment or anything, but more on like a personal yeah. level. Yeah. 
it makes sense that you're you're approaching it that way you might as well use that then and work it because now it, it's really mm-hmm. at that point it's the same thing with you guys you're communicating with the client yeah that's to. all it is right yeah. so you're yeah. just letting them know exactly how you're going to handle everything and how the work is communication gonna go along, is key right yeah. and yes. i guess they you guys can never tile fast enough no sometimes <laughs> uh, depending on the material you're yeah. using you could do 50 square feet in a day. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, it all depends, depends. on the, the material and the space. Yeah. Right? yeah. Right? So. so when you guys get busy, how do you guys manage your business time? Because I, I know when I got started in the industry and you're like one person and you start thinking in the back of your head, can I clone, clone, clone? I, I need I need five well, if we can clone or, ourselves, we'd be yeah, I, I know. Yeah. But I mean, you, you, <laughs> if only we that, could. So you have to manage the job and try to figure um. it out how you be at, you know, five different job sites and try to shuffle the schedule. How do you guys? So when I first actually went full force on my own, I, which even till today, I'm still working six, seven days a week. I was working seven days a week, 14, 16 hour days. Had my first kid at 24, married at 25, house at 25. And I just kept working. Like the, once you get the rhythm of it, I know it's hard on the body and everything, but I just didn't mind it. Like it just, I enjoyed working all that time. You get people to help you after and you get uh, apprentices and whatnot. Yeah, it does help, but I enjoy working. I'm a night owl. I like doing long shifts. If yeah, I could work at night, I would. Tall, like it's just well, it did at 20, ends, right? 26. I got a herniated disc in my spine from slabs. Right now I have, I'm 32. So I got a herniated disc, L5S1, permanent sciatica damage. I have permanent nerve damage on my left foot. I have a torn Jeez. meniscus on my right and a bilateral <laughs> cyst oh on my, my left. So all those God hours, yeah. all those hours, <laughs> no, 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 it, listen, my father always told me, he goes, you're going to burn yourself out by the time you're 35. That's right. This up. He was right. And he was right. It happened earlier. So now I'm thinking about, you know, if I want to go work on a Saturday now, if I've worked 12 hours during the week every day. No, but it's okay. Is that, is that, is that you? You're contributing to, I guess, not managing or scheduling or budgeting the works flow. So then you have to take it on or you either hire somebody, like you said, 72 hours, they were gone. So now you had this person in mind that was supposed to work with you. And now or if you, you have, have good subs that you use, yeah. good yeah. guys, you have a good relationship. So with. do you guys shift mm-hmm. gears that quickly where it's like, okay, I've, I've committed to this job. Yeah. I've got a client designer, whatever you, and I've got to get this job. You guys schedule everything. Yeah. So this job is going to take X amount of days. But if, if there's a curveball. You How do you handle you that? You mean like another job at the same time? That there was just, a delay. It could be, or, or, or it could delay be delay of the material. Ads. It could be a delay of uh, maybe it's poor. I don't know. Thin set. I don't. It could be anything. The Machine goes down, or I don't know what. The thing it is, is, is if stuff like that happens, we can't really control that. Like, no. What are we gonna do? You work extra hours. You gotta you work, work extra hours. You work on the weekend. I just you gotta do what you gotta do. I always leave an extra day or two <laughs> in the job. Just I, in case. I say smart. like yeah. a shower takes average a week. Yeah. Um, sometimes less, with sometimes prep. more. Yeah. With prep. everything. Yeah. Week, week's good. Everything. Plumbing, mm-hmm. drains, the nine yards. But, uh, you know, sometimes they might say, oh, we don't have room for a niche. So let's put a shelf. That's going to save me half a day. Yeah. You know, yeah. things like that Especially happen all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For sure. So you always try to leave yourself a little bit mm-hmm. extra time and then work extra hard to make up for it. And then you can start the next job earlier. So yeah. why is it that I find that tile installers are the one trade that have the hardest time letting go of the trade and the business and handing it off to somebody else <laughs> in your business? This is such this like a specific craft. Like, I feel like it's so, like, I feel like we, we're the most like control freaks there are. But you learned honest. it. Yeah. Everybody here at the table learned it. And then yeah. you want to teach it. 
and you want to hand it off to somebody, don't you? Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Yeah. But that's what I mean is you guys are the one trade that have the hardest time letting go and getting. Let me say something. So basically, <laughs> me and Dom, for example, we worked together. <laughs> Known Dom for a long time. My grandfather actually worked with his father-in-law. Oh, wow. yeah. That's yeah. cool. So Jim Campbell. Yeah. <laughs> me and Dom will work together and, oh, yeah, we'll butt heads. Yeah. In the sense of not in the wrong ways, but. In a good way. Okay, Dom, I'll do this. Okay, but why don't you do it this way? Okay, but Dom, I'm going to do it that way. And you don't listen. We don't listen to it. It'll still come out the same. It'll then, still come out the same. No, no, no. And JP, what happens after JP? I should have listened to you, Dom. Should, sorry. I'm sorry. Like, I've been doing it, it longer. It, like, like, it's, it depends, right? I don't know. But at some point <laughs> in your career, you're going to have to hand it off. Yes. Like mm. age is, is going to make you hand it off. Yeah. This is where I'm at right time now with my dad. Uh, he, How old is your dad? Uh, about 63. Okay. God bless so, uh, yeah. And he, he still loves to have his Rank hands the on the tools. He, he's a tank, man, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he's doing a lot more of the scheduling, the planning, getting the jobs ready, Good. bringing the material yeah. to the jobs, making sure the sites are ready. Um, but your father, he's earned that. Yeah, exactly. And I, I want him to do that. But he wants to still do a lot of the hands-on stuff, which is amazing because, we, you know, more hands-on, the better. And we can get the job done faster. But... You know, I took a uh, business school. I'm more than prepared to take it over, and I'm not trying to push him out or anything. Yeah. But you know, he's um, still gonna be there. He's gonna, be, he's, gonna, he's gonna be there when he retires for sure because he loves it. I'm you just know? gonna let yeah. you know it's so nice to have somebody else to lean on. Yeah. Okay. So and we lean on each other all the time. Don't push him away so fast. Yeah. You think so, the same thing, Alicia? Like because you're a one person shop here, right? Mm -hmm. And I I learned quickly in my early days of construction. First of all, you the just the the talking to your voice in the in your head kind of thing. Like nobody's around. You're all by yourself. Yeah. So like you're having conversations, full blown conversations with people. <laughs> as long as you talking don't to answer the walls yourself. at this point. <laughs> 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 answers and there's plenty more questions, right? So at some point you'll have to bring somebody on board and yeah. then have to train them and go down that whole road, right? Mm -hmm. If you want to, I guess, expand if you wanted to do that. Yeah, for sure. Or relieve yourself. Um, yeah. yeah, it's just to get a break. Yeah. You can't keep Break. pushing. I don't recommend what you're doing because you can't keep pushing that way. No, he's gonna you guys hard. have a very hard trade. I, I've already learned. Yeah, no, I that mistake. pick it up, right? So I got no kings and everything like that, and I'm 52, right? So it's yeah. like you got you to gotta be careful. I've seen guys mm. that are your age or even mid-30s. They're the ones that are starting to fall apart, and they have the harder trades in We them. burn ourselves out. Yeah. And we don't learn. You know, like the donkey. It'll but fall I always say holes. that. What happens <laughs> if you get to the point where it becomes chronic, and all of a sudden you have a problem now? You can't be a one man or one woman show for long, no. for sure. So you have to embrace yeah. sharing that knowledge to the next generation. Somebody try to find that diamond in the rough, right? That's mm -hmm. I know every trade goes through a bunch to just find one, one half. Man. I yeah. had that diamond in the rough. I did. Yeah. I know. yeah. And he couldn't take constructive criticism. Oh. And I said, and I said, him, listen, this is construction. This isn't an office. That's not to put down people that work behind a desk. I'm not saying that. But if you make a mistake that costs the company money, after you know certain things about that mistake that you shouldn't have done, or maybe you don't ask questions, or how do, how do I repair it for you? The way you talk to the person next to you. Yeah. Instead of just shutting yourself down, he kind of just left. I mm. find the best solution, what I've learned from old and new, because I've learned lots of things from a tradesperson on the first day to the tradesperson on the last day. If, if your objective on both sides is not about argumentative, 
it's about problem solving. That's what it should be. So yep. That's it. Mm-hmm. If both bring problems solving to the to the table, then you'll figure it out together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the objective is accomplished, right? You can't have like emotions in this business no. either. That's no. the thing. Because that'll no. get the best of you. Even just on your own or with employees. Right? Yeah, it's, egos, right? Yeah. So it's like leave them at can. home. Yeah. Yeah. Your ego stay at home. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. But you, you just got to do the best you can and you got to relax and you got to breathe mm-hmm. and you got to, you know, because I had guy, I had a, one guy, he would cut a tile, he'd break, he'd make a mistake, he'd throw the tile across the, I go, what are you doing? I go, we could have used the other end. <laughs> Patience <laughs> is a virtue. <laughs> what you should have is if he lost a call while he was talking on his phone, you should have thrown his phone across. No, I wouldn't. Right? Listen, okay. <laughs> yeah, I violence been. doesn't, you don't, you don't, you don't correct violence with violence. Okay. So that, that's one thing. I tell that to my <laughs> grandfather, <laughs> don't. Yeah, I, well, that's old school. Okay. Hold on. Okay. We're not going there today. You don't correct it with violence. So. The thing is, is that he stopped doing it because I explained to him. I says, you just threw away $7. You just threw away $10. But that, says, you could have used that towel I in said, relax. Place, I said, relax. if you broke it, don't worry. Measure it again and cut it. You're still getting paid. I said, I know you're upset. Don't mm-hmm. worry. Use the anger and focus on doing what you have to do. I says, and if you have a problem, we're here. Say, hey, Tom, I'm having a problem. Cut this for me. I'd love to talk about, uh, is it a four-letter word or five-letter word? I don't know. ANSI. ANSI standards. What's an ANSI standards? ANSI? ANSI standards? Can't stay still? ANSI standards. Yeah, that's, it's a four-letter word, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's what I thought it was. Four. <laughs> so all the s- standards that are put upon you guys to make sure that everything's installed correctly. Oh, okay, now we got it. <laughs> I'm going back to TT Mac. I'm going back to the Marvel. So that Institute. also starts with everyone before us. We're a finishing trade. And if everything before us, subfloor thickness, oh, sub joist, joist spacing, mm-hmm. uh, plumbing of walls, of exterior wall. applications, plumbing of walls. right? So here, here's my thing. Listen, I think in the ANSI standards myself, any wet area, any wet area, engineered two by fours. LSLs. Yes. yes. And I tell oh, people that God all bless. the time. I wish. I saw your posts. Those for, were beautiful. For the insane. extra money, I tell guys, even if it's just in the shower. That extra couple hundred bucks that's going to be for just those studs. Because, yeah, they're not cheap, but it's beautiful. But what's more expensive? Especially for us. I feel feel like you're you're at a spot. And you have to make sure that it's plum plum. Like, what's more expensive Well, the thing is, it doesn't have to be 100% level, money As long as it's flat. Some situations, Mm -hmm. you can't go plum. Well, see, I'm always conscious of that for the glass that's going to go in the shower. Yeah, 100%. Because that glass should not have a bead of silicone that I can see. Well, no. You know With intolerance I mean? to a certain amount. Should, should but as long tiny, as it's tiny. flat, yes. you yeah, can't have... I still love it level. Yeah, of course. And Listen. I still make it level, even if it's flat. So does it again. ever come across your table, the standards, and having to make sure this? Because I guess when yes. something does fail, see, that, that word comes up. And all of a sudden, they start referring back to that booklet saying, okay, well, what was the choice? Well, well it's not going to fail from not being 100% level flat. That's just acid. And it's not going to fail from that. If well, you're everybody off has 16th, their, I'm saying. Yeah. That's not going to affect no, it's not That's gonna fail. Yes. Right? Now, you're talking about coverage, failure-wise. Yeah. Coverage on the tile. How the prep was done. You know what I mean? That, what type no. of cement you're using. Because exactly. if you have to it's build that nice. wall plumb, and you're talking three-quarters yeah. of an inch or you something. you got to use a cement that's... That's proper for yeah. that. That's meant for that. Uh, the NTCA standards. Yeah, yes. yeah. A, 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 a specific person actually taught me that it's called thin set, not thick set. Yes. <laughs> it's for a reason. Yes. Right? But it loses they, strength they, after a certain amount. They do make... Exactly. It has shrinkage. Teaching, right? So it's like the, the scientists have figured out that there's a, a sweet spot on how much you should have yeah. in there, and it should never be like 
monstrous, right? Yeah. No. Mm -hmm. no. Well, they do make the thin sets if you need to. That's different. But if you're using everyday kind of application. Thin set and then you're building up, okay, yeah, you're using the wrong thin set yeah, now. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's right. why you can always, what I like to do is try to screed it level if you can. You yes, know? I've seen you do that. Many but yeah. we go back to the framing where so. the framing should be addressed. Exactly. Yeah, point, well, right? so but 99% of jobs, it's <laughs> right. not. Even on new builds, I've noticed. New Brand builds? new builds. Yeah. I know, but so I, I, I find it interesting that all shower floors that want curbless, they'll re-engineer the floor system around that Drop area. Them. But mm -hmm. the walls are exterior application. And when you're hanging a wall up on a framing stage, yeah, you could check the level and you can, it's in between the bubble, like it's in between the lines, but it's not exactly plumb. Yeah. Well, to me, what's more important is that while being flat, yeah. the rest could take care of itself yeah. as long as it's flat. No well, that's that's where I go back to the LSLs because now you won't have to deal with crowns, right? At all. Oh, yeah. So but not a lot of people use the LSLs. That's helpful. Makes the job go a lot faster. It looks a lot better, too. Have you guys ever come across a particular situation where you had to have this scientific conversation, I guess, of something failing at that point? You come across it, Steven? Um, mm -hmm. Once or twice. The ceiling. Steam I showers. Mean, yeah. yeah. Steam showers. Yeah. You, you're you're always going to find yourself in that situation where, you know, you what's going to happen 10 years down the road, 15 years down the road? Like, I've been doing this for about six years full time, and I want to do it till I'm my dad's age, you know? So I don't want to be getting calls back. I need to make sure that everything is done by the scientific method, <laughs> you know? And that's what it is because it's a lot of guys just pour water, pour the powder. Call it a day. And mixing it properly too is yeah. very important. Are you guys retraining yourselves? Are you guys always yeah, all the time? But I guess yeah. in our industry, we're always retraining we have ourselves. To. We have to stay on. But top I have the, have the suppliers or the manufacturers offered enough yes. that they can go. You can guys can go to yes. And, and okay. Oh yeah. And yeah. then I guess the question is now you're letting go of your business for that day because if you're a one person shop, but it's not a loss. You're actually you're you're learning. So it's listen every day you learn. I don't care how long you've been doing any trade. Every day, oh, you know, I could have did this or yeah. I could have did, oh, we should do it like that because next time, you know. Yeah. So every day you learn. And and even using materials, new materials come up. Why is this better than this one? And why? Go to a class, learn, or yeah. get educated mm -hmm. by your rep. So go back to your business now, business model. Yeah. So you're by mm -hmm. yourself, Alicia. So you want to go to this training shop, job gets shut down. Yeah. And then you got to go and get the well, training because you, you really need it. Job, you go when your job is done. <laughs> yeah, I have to. These, these trainings it. are never on Schedule a Saturday it. or a Sunday. Yeah. Never. And then you get your rep to come on site. Yeah, I've done that a yeah. lot of and times. They do that? Yeah. Oh, yes. yeah. I've never seen that. Oh, yeah, yeah, they oh, yeah. came on site, educated me on the heating floors, self levelers. Yes. If you they're name good it. reps and they actually care about the industry yes. and the stuff they're selling, because remember, we're, we're their customers. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't give us the advice we need or want to help us, but you're good enough to take our money for the material we're using and it's promoting a you. It's a loss on their end. Yeah. We'll go to another company then. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. What reps did that? Uh, Ardex. Um, okay. But the rep is, the two reps that did that are no longer with yeah. the company. Tony? Both Tonys. Yeah. yeah. I know. He was well, good. It's like Schluter. I make a phone call to, I'm sure you know, Mike from Schluter yeah. and Simon on them. Right away. Answer the phone. Yeah. I need something. Okay, this is what you got to do. Yeah, I normally just look at the instructions and I just throw it. The amount of times I've heard from reps telling me, Manny, listen, you can do that, but don't tell anybody you did that. Yeah. Okay, yeah. fine. Yeah. Nothing's ever failed, but no. But that's what we are as trades people. We're supposed to question, challenge, try something new. That's right. I'm not saying that you, you're going to become the scientist and, and create a monster here or something like that. You just, no. you know the principles Sometimes behind certain things, Sometimes Frankenstein right? is fine. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's totally 100%. My own bathrooms yeah. are Frankenstein. Are, I, I don't <laughs> disagree with them. them. I'm trying to figure out building code-wise. What's tiling? 
So uh, there's one code um, that's actually like a bylaw now. Is the heated? Law. I'm pretty sure it's the heated floors. Yes. They oh, the need to get inspected. Inspected, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's after that stuff that it, happened with that gentleman in Niagara. They changed everything. Now. Yeah. The heart so, attack, and then he, he fell and cooked yeah. on the floor. Yeah. He cooked. So the problem oh, I have with that is that the ESA is already stretched too thin that they don't have enough inspectors and now us tile people have to come in and wait yes no that happens often if we have mm-hmm. if if it's a big build that's got like 70 floors you need heated they got to inspect it yeah oh we'll be there in two weeks so come what on, do you guys man, yeah. I, i've down, been pretty fortunate with that within like a couple of days yeah, they're good. i but mean I'm, it doesn't happen all the time i'm saying yeah, but, but when it that will does happen, happen eventually it's like what are My memory's do? down. Everything's down. I got to start. So now the bylaw is technically speaking is the electrician has to run the cable. Uh, yes. no. No. no, no, no. It just has yes to be no. inspected. The final connection has to be, be done, done by, by the electrician. a certified electrician. So the tile setter can run the cables. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. you can't connect the cables. No. But then they just need to visually inspect the cables before you yeah. embed the cables. Yes. But I've we, even been able to send pictures to yeah. the inspectors. So far. They can't connect it. Just what we I've what we don't the connect it there. anyway until no. afterwards. Yeah, exactly. We test it. You have yeah, to you see. Have this to is the other it. thing is I've noticed a lot of electricians. I'm not saying all of them, but they'll do one test. As tile setters, even me, I'm Steven. We'll test them more than Three a certified times. electrician will. No, you got to yeah. test them at different stages mm-hmm. of yeah. the actual before, this, yeah. before, during, after, and after, and then after it's again. Like four yeah. times almost, or yeah. five yeah. sometimes depending. Yeah. Uh, I do it yeah. three times. I do it before, right? Right. And then I do it after I put it in to make sure mm-hmm. nothing broke before grout. Yeah, and then and then I no, and then I you install yeah. and then I test it again. I did mm-hmm. three times. Listen, as long as you cover the floor, if you're not having any, you can't you can't put anything sharp on the on the on yeah. the floor. No, obviously, yeah. like right? a trowel. <laughs> or, or here's a trick. So I don't know if some, some of you. What I do is sometimes when I do a heated floor and I'm doing a dark tile. Let's say I'm going to use gray cement. I'll cover the floor with white cement. And then, I'll, and then I'll install with gray cement. So then if ever anything ever happens and I have to remove a towel, God forbid, I can, I can remove it and know the difference. I know already as soon as I hit white, I stop. Mm-hmm. So I don't hit the white. That's wire. a good trick. Yeah, Very no, it's smart. a great trick. Yeah. It's a smart trick. I, I mean, I, listen, I'm on the same play, page. I don't know if you guys are. I, based on, I think, your installs of the videos that I've seen, you guys install at the same time that you're embedding. Sometimes. I well, don't. Majority, I mean. I don't. No. You're doing. I always skim. first. I always skim. skim, right? Yeah, I always skim. So technically speaking, I go back to Ansi, right? Uh, you're not supposed to do that. I've it's, I've heard that you get better heat transfer if you do it all in one shot, or if you use self leveler. Uh, depending on the level. Yeah, you got to use the best li- one. Liquid backboard is great, right? Mm. But ninety percent of the time, if it's over, let's say Dietrich heat, minimum a quarter inch, it can crack. Yeah, and you they know don't what? warranty it. Listen, okay. So if, as long as you use the same so what do you material, mean? minimum a quarter inch oh, you on, top, a, on top a, of a, a minimum, minimum a quarter inch of self leveler on top. So if you're going to put a yeah the height, mm-hmm. okay. So listen, I've I've Frodo done. Frodo can touch the ceiling now. I would exactly. Inch, <laughs> you see what I'm if it's lot. but if you if you install if you install yeah. your your and you, sk- you install your, your membrane, bit, though, you know, put the wire down. We pass code. I skim, and the reason why I skim snapping lines. So I'm very particular. I'm on your train. Yeah, man. I am. Too. I don't like this. I'm sorry, but I don't like it because I can't see what I'm Alicia, doing. Are you skim or are you not skim? Um, at first I would self-level, okay. um, but then I found, I actually did my dad's house, so I found it did crack. So I had to remove it all and then uh, do the it. The self-leveler did? Yes. So was it the wrong self-leveler? It probably was. Okay. Yeah, I can't recall 
which brand I used. It was don't maybe, don't say it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I won't say it. <laughs> 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 I'm not gonna do. Um, yeah, say it off the so, mic or just say it now. Yeah, no. <laughs> okay, all right. nobody heard that. All right, that's fine. Yeah. Uh, no. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. So you do that. So I I agree with you. I'm on the same page. Where it's especially if it's an mm. intricate pattern. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Right, oh, yeah. and I still am a fan of mosaics on the floor and doing intricate patterns. And I, to, I don't want it to mm -hmm. look like it's Greek or anything like that. It's just like, you know, it's fine. It works. But I like challenges, right? But then you can't do that if you're embedding at the same time. No, it's impossible. Yeah. Art format yeah. is a different story, right? Yeah, for sure. So, well, the I, only other option actually would be you'd have to template the whole floor. Which, it's if the budget's happen. there and you can do no, that, no, I mean, like what the template is. Even sometimes for shower floors, depending on what you're doing, you get a masonite board, cut it down to two inches. You I know. It's, it's a great time. idea. It's, it's a great, great idea. It yeah. works. It works like time. a dream, but yeah. it's just so much more time you're adding. Yeah. That's um, I, I'd love to talk a lot about safety because obviously it's funny that you guys don't get uh -oh. as much focus <laughs> no. on Silica Airborne. Right, as much as the concrete's been pushing it now, mm -hmm. the concrete inch has been, been doing it. But then, how many guys? I'm sure your dad knows about this way back when, when it was smoking a cigar and having a beer and then cutting concrete. Right, that was just the norm. <laughs> but you guys are constantly or doing epoxy grub. It's just what, yeah, it's just one cut. You're grabbing the grinder for one second. You're you're doing a wet saw and, the, and there's no water in the tray for one cut. Like it's just all this stuff. How are you guys educating your younger trades or how are you guys educating yourselves regarding all that? Because there's a lot of safety attached to tile installing. Mm -hmm. um, a mask, yeah, it's important. It is. You should be wearing like the cartridge masks, you not do? a regular yeah. one. I do. Well, how many guys know to keep that mask in a Ziploc bag? You okay. should. I do. I'm going to be honest. I don't sometimes. And then you have to change the no, cartridge someone all the time. No, that. Like it made sense because yeah, I didn't even the, know that. the mask is always working when yeah. it's not in a yeah. bag. Oh, I didn't know that. It's always, always so the cartridge eh? need to be replaced faster. So if you yeah. keep it in a Ziploc bag, it lasts a lot less particles go through it and stuff. So the yes. uh, yeah. cartridge filter lasts longer. Yes. Yeah. Right. And then goggles, find a nice pair of goggles that work for you to the point where mm -hmm. you know what? I haven't them. found a pair of, of glasses that Me actually neither. don't get scratched. Don't get, I haven't no, found them. Yeah. But you just buy a box. Yeah. yeah. The regular good ones. to go for a long time. Yeah. See a like, lot I mean, of these. Sorry. I was Go gonna ahead. say a lot of these pro um, products they're made for men too, so I find like glasses they'll be too big, and then there's like a little it's gap true. underneath, or like it's knee true. pads, they're slipping down my legs, or the um, sometimes the straps I have to actually tie them because the, there's not enough of the velcro oh, wow. on the strap. <laughs> so you can actually, so. depending on the knee pads you're buying, yeah, you can contact the rep from that manufacturer, okay, and they actually might be able to hand you, help you out with those straps. Oh, okay. Like replacing uh, them or even, kind of... I, you know what? There's even another one that they custom make your yeah. knee pads. Yeah, I've yeah. heard of that. Yeah. So it costs a little bit, but yeah. trust me. Probably worth, they're it. worth it. Uh, they're worth it. Your yeah. back will love you. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. yeah. Take it from me with my back. Yeah, especially... Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm going to take notes. <laughs> so the one thing I do want to bring up is that hopefully all, everybody's doing hearing protection. Oh, yeah. 100%. And I wouldn't mm. recommend just the foam. Yeah, well, over the ears, right? Put on the cans, right? Yeah, but that takes too much I hardly time. wear hearing no. protection. I know I should. My old man and grandfather and uncle used to always yell You'll at me for it. man. I got that right now. Yeah, Do my you know father-in-law has my, that. Yeah. You know what that is? Yeah, ringing of the, the year. Ringing. I get that sometimes, but the, the thing was, I've always been fearful with the hearing protection on, the muffs. If Why? something happens while I'm working, I can't well, hear. What's going to happen? 
something falls, something. I've always had that in the back of my head. They're doing something near me, working. I'm well, not going to be able to. I think it's just a matter of getting used to where you, you put them on when you're operating the tools. Yeah. And then you just Take put them, them on your head like you're Princess Leia. Yeah. You know, <laughs> great gazoo. While you're not using. The great gazoo. Yeah. That, that kind of. I think yeah. you, as long as they're on your head somewhere, then it kind of makes sense. I got to start my glasses on my head all the time. So they're always there and I put them on. Because I had eye surgery done a long, long time ago. I got my, I got laser done. So after you invest all that money in your eyes, you realize you protect them eyes. a little bit. So, <laughs> so I forget about the glasses. part that you're born with two of them, right? That yeah, work. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's not until you spend some money on some surgery on it. Like, yeah. But so yeah, I, I think I, I'm always with the hearing protection, even if it takes you an extra two seconds to put it down, you know, like I've learned the hard way that you can't rush the job. And that means putting your protection on. Cause it takes me, three times longer if I get something in my eye and I got to go, dad, help me. And I'm looking around for a bucket of water that's not clean and I got to try and clean my face. So whatever it is, have a sponge nearby, collect the dust, you know. And have a I safety kit always with you. Yeah. That's important. Mm -hmm. Because you're dealing with air, you guys are creating the airborne particles, right? Particles, mm -hmm. yeah. So that's, and it's always safe. Like I, I've learned that too. It's like sometimes your shirt gets dirty and you just use your shirt well, to I never used glasses, to, which yeah. is not the smart thing to do. I've never used to wear a mask before. And I learned the hard way from that. No, you can't. Like, oh, the no, no, no I'll, I'll explain and I'm going to, anybody that's listening, you should wear a mask, the cartridge when you're all cutting. And I always right? do now. You yeah, can ask Dom. I have started to wear it all the time now, but I, you, before cutting the um, uh, man-made stuff yeah. with the like quartz, Caesar oh, stuff and everything, really bad for you. I started getting nosebleeds. Yeah. So yeah. once I started getting nosebleeds... You know, well then something's going on. Well, it's really drying. <laughs> I learned the hard way. Yeah. Trust me, I learned the hard way. It's my fault. I, I think the hard it's really way. simple. It's like if you get to lunch and you're blowing your nose and it's not transparent no. looking. <laughs> <laughs> it's gray. Yeah, dark gray. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If it's yeah. Like yeah. any color, yeah. then yeah. it's like something's wrong. Uh, yeah. Something. And from on. that day forward, yeah, I started wearing masks yeah. all the time. So we definitely encourage yeah. this. Like, don't do what we used to do. Do what you and should use be a doing. vacuum. Do you know yeah. are but do you know why it was yeah. like this? Because my grandfather and uncle, they used to be like that. They well, used to grout with epoxy without latex. My father Their hands would be swollen by the end of the day. cement with no mask. We would walk in. We were doing a no frills. He was grinding and you couldn't even see it. And I was like, put a mask on. No, I don't have to eat dinner. I was like, what are you doing? I don't have to eat. Yeah, I don't have to eat. I'm eating dust. It was just the mentality is like. Yeah. I, but it's crazy how some of them, like my grandfather lived to be 85, smoked two packs a day, never wore a mask, yeah, never did this. He's lucky. It's crazy. Okay, and yeah. I was telling you that too, about it's the far smoking and, few, and everything. Far and few at yeah. point, right? So <laughs> this podcast episode has been sponsored by Class and Bronze Limited. Authorized Canadian and U.S. wholesale distributor of Pagan heavy-duty, high-performance tile leveling systems and installation tools. Choosing to buy outstanding and beautiful tiles also requires buying an exceptional tile leveling system. For hassle-free installation and an exceptional leveled finish, choose Pagan. Imitate it, never duplicate it. Available at Amazon, select ProSol stores, and purchased at www.tilelevelingsystems.shop. You can also find Pagan on social at Tile Leveling Systems and their website, www.pagrin.com. I wanted to get into suppliers. I wanted to talk about your relationships with the suppliers. Very important. Very important. Yeah. How do you guys yeah. covet that relationship? With positivity and honesty. Yeah. You know, tell what them what you, you like, support. tell them what you don't like. Support. 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 Oh, yeah. So if there's yeah. a problem, you guys want them to be yes. oh, there yeah. to kind of help you support, with that problem. Knowledge, they got to be on speed education. dial. Exactly. All that, all that's very important because it, that, that's the only way we're going to progress. 
right? New products. We, we need we need somebody. Do you want them to give you some insight into of course. what's coming down the pipe or what's been changed? Yeah, or also, pricing does matter too, to a certain extent. But that's, a, that's a supplier relationship, right? Exactly. But yeah. certain suppliers, even if they're selling some different types of materials, I don't know if you've seen this, they'll give the same price across the board even. It doesn't matter who you are. Yeah, I've, I've yeah. had a gripe about that since I, I don't one. like that. I, if I, I'm going to support you're a professional, your company. You should be treated as a professional. But if you're going to support let's say an individual. Yeah. I, I deserve to have that little bit of recourse after where you'll support me. Otherwise, if you're going to give me the same as everyone else, why should I come to you? I got, I can pick and choose. Now. So do you guys have that mm-hmm. conversation with your suppliers? Yes. You talk to them all the time. You're uh, well, I do at least. That. I do. Do you guys, Steven? I, I've never had that conversation, but like, you know, you go to certain ones and you have your customers going in there to pick up stuff and it's, um, they're not going to get the same price as you. Uh, you're, you're buying from them every day. You know, you're sweet talking them a little bit. I, I even bring um, like donuts and stuff to some of my guys just to show them how much I appreciate them. Like, yeah. you know, they, I have a text where I can text them immediately, not go through the whole head office thing, yeah. send it down the chain, which location, this and that. I want that immediate response. And so, you know, it goes well, both good, ways. Good gestures go along. Yeah. You, you guys, gotta show you guys that are getting the same thing. You guys getting slightly professional oh, I've treatment had that for years. Yeah. I've had that for years. Yeah. And that's, and, and it's beneficial. It also, it helps us and we can get things done faster and more efficiently. So that's, it always, it always helps. With tile. Yes. Um, more with like material. I haven't developed a relationship with anyone specific yet. Um, Cause I was kind of trying out different products and different companies and just seeing what I like. So yeah, I'm at the point where I've chosen one and now I'm going to kind of de- develop a deeper so relationship. relationship with them, right? Yeah. That's yeah. important to do. Yeah. You got to start early. Are yeah. they looking at it more like for you guys, are th- is this person going to last? Are they going to be hanging around for a while? Like, are they looking Probably, at you thinking yeah. you've been Probably. in business for years, but are you going to be here for 13 years? Right. Yeah. Like, yeah, that yeah, what yeah, it yeah, is? yeah. But they shouldn't be, shouldn't they? Like they should. Oh, that's part of it too. You know, they, they look at the people who are coming into the trades and they want to uh, entice people to keep coming and staying in the trades, right? Because yeah. mm-hmm. there's so many times when uh, so many people around my age that just want to go somewhere else and do something else. And it's a lot of work and it's a lot of uh, thinking you got to do every day, you know, to stay in this trade, to be able to deal with people like us control freaks you know yeah. like, <laughs> we're all a little bit crazy and dramatic in our own way you know i feel bad for all the employees we've had yeah. that came and gone. but you know the ones who stay and stick through it they they learn a lot of valuable skills just like i did mm-hmm. and you know that's something you got to show to your reps to your suppliers that you want to be in this for long term no matter how crazy you are like this is the way life is tiles are crazy to install they're not easy no, it's oh, a bunch fun. of craziness. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it's a very challenging yeah. trade, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 So but it's, it's, it's fulfilling. I want to yeah. get into, uh, and you guys share all of your arsenal of tools here. I yes. want to figure out who's doing, who's using what and what's going on. Mm-hmm. Is there like going to be a fight breakout or what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so no, no fight. I guess <laughs> knee, knee pad, let's like knee pad wise, trowel wise, uh, mixer wise, saw wise, snapper wise, everything wise. What do you guys just blurt it out? Blur it out? So Sigma is a good brand that I like and Montelit for yeah, the those snap are the cutter. Two both, yeah. 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 Same thing. Is there so one you guys, guys prefer? Sorry? Sorry, I was wondering if there's one you guys prefer or I both. I like the Sigma better. Um, yeah. yeah, I've got two why? of those. Um, Just I used can't, to it. Yeah, I can't mm. explain why. Because uh, I have, down I have one, up. but my four, my five foot Sigma is a push. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, so it's, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, different, yeah. you know, but... Yeah. Uh, 
I, I like them both. I like the Sigma better though. It's kind of newer to me. I started with the Montelis, so. I'm a Montelis guy. Yeah. Okay. I just like the fact that I can see the mark better with the blade on the Montelis. The Sigma's a lot less visible and you're always having to like bend a certain way just to see your mark. <laughs> I like the push factor to it too. I can't decide. I, I think I like Montelit better. Um, I started with Sigma too. So I have a uh, 24 or 26 inch Sigma and then uh, 50, what is it? It's for like two by four tiles for yeah. the Montelit. That's the um, Master Puma. Yes. That's good, yes. 49 inch. Yeah. yeah, and that's a really great, uh, it, like clean cut. Um, and I like pushing better than, like even with my Sigma, I still push, even though you're supposed to pull. You turn it around. Yeah, I just, yeah, I yeah, make yeah, it work. Yeah. I don't know why. Never mind. You have someone bugging. <laughs> yeah, bug, yeah, yeah. I find it works better. It snaps. That's all it it works yeah. better for me, so. Well, I, 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 when I started, I was only using Sigma. So I started mm -hmm. using Sigma religiously, and I had every size known to man of Sigma. And then. Six footer? Uh, no, I don't go Yeah, I got, the, I got the six foot Sigma. So I don't do, I no. I, so I have a four foot Sigma. And I've used JP's Montelit. Listen, the Montelit's beautiful. I love the Montelit. The Sigma works. So it doesn't matter as long as it cuts. But in my opinion, when cutting a large tile, which costs so much money, get a wet saw. So I bought one. <laughs> and I bought, I, bought, I bought the uh, Batipe, right? I bought Batipe, yeah. yeah. I bought that as a wet saw and I love it. It's fantastic. How big is that one? It's a 40, uh, 49 or 50. But they make a lot bigger. Yeah, they have a whole bunch of sizes. But I got the one for four feet. And I, uh, I love it. I use it because some tiles, even with a tile cutter, would veer off the cut. So you'd snap and it, it would turn. And I hated that because, again, with limited amount of tiles to do with the bathroom, you can't make any mistakes. No. So cut it once and you're done. You put it up. So that was my thing. So that, for me, whatever works. Are you guys a better installer with the Pagrin Clips? 100%. 100%. It's yeah. a great system. It, it just yeah. works for you? Yeah. For what reasons? I've, uh, I've done a job um, where the clients had to go on vacation. I left those clips up there in the ceiling for a month. And oh, I remember you. Yeah. That yeah. was years ago. Um, and... Pull them out, no problem. Like I'll the nylon you. coating, it's it's amazing. Listen I'll to this you. one. So I did I did a, a condo uh, downtown, and um, I installed wall tile, very nice wall tile, gold plated wall tiles, whatever. And I have a video on my on my Instagram. I installed them. I forgot to remove them. We were waiting for doors, and because Russia was in war. We couldn't get these doors. So we were off-site. We go from clips to war. Yeah, yeah. We went off-site. You off started with, you're going to beat him. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to beat him. So I was off the job over a year. No. Yeah. I came back. Really? I have yeah, a video. No, yeah. I came wow. back. I looked over him like. And they oh. came out the same way? I Broke go, look, underneath. there's still clips. I clean. pulled them off clean, right from the bottom. So when... <laughs> when when we used to do dealerships, okay, I'll just give you an example. We used to use another brand. I'm not going to mention the other brand. I thought in commercial applications, there wasn't really a no, budget no, all no. that often to go that route. And it yes, was more there about is. You put it in the budget. Okay, yeah. all right. Okay. I just assumed. So we were, putting, we were putting this down, and every morning, we'd have to go remove these clips. 
and I'd have to hire one of my guys for an hour and a half to three hours cleaning plastic in between tiles, mm. chipping tiles, breaking blades, which I had to supply. So time, money. So that's a big thing. Um, and I had to squeeze the trigger or else they would snap. So it ha you'd have to have that magic touch. Now, with Pagrin, you can get a guy, I don't care who you are, you're just your first year, squeeze as much as you want. The thing doesn't break. It doesn't break. So it's interesting mm -hmm. that the three of you guys grew into the clips. Yes. So you started with started the clips. Started with it. Well, in Union, not as much because the tiles were much smaller. Yeah. Um, when you eventually so got to a point where you're doing other jobs. Yeah, custom work you always. You started from that point. Yeah. How was the transition from you guys to go from feeling the force to but you still, using the you still somewhat so. have that touch and feel the clip well that's what I, that's, I'm trying to get you're that putting too, down the I think tile some tile yeah. installers rely too much 100% on that when it should be um, a collaborative effort yes mm -hmm. exactly right because said. like Don me and even yourself Steve we didn't just start with clips no you guys so Freehand. even if we're putting it down, I, I guarantee you, Steve, and say the same thing. You're not just putting it down and clipping. Sometimes you will check. No, you will do you certain gotta, things that you're yeah. used the to. Force. It yeah, comes back to you. It's just natural, mm -hmm. right? And then you get it, and it's already perfect with your hand, and you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> it happens sometimes, yeah. right? But it's still got to be there, that natural habitat. The clip is just adjust. It's a tweaking system. It's a phenomenal system, yes. right? Tiles that are bold, for example, you're doing certain offsets, yep. right? I'm sorry. I don't care how good you are. You're not going to get it perfect by hand when certain no, pieces. No, no. Especially right? those slabs. Like, yes. uh, they you will be cursing yourself if you're trying to get your vibrator on there and just continuously go over it. It's, it's a nightmare. Your substrate has to be 100%. You have to make sure the cement is spread 100%. Uh, everything's got to be consistent yeah you, you're not <laughs> gonna do that do you guys fight it or do you guys try to make it look as seamless as possible fight it as in like you don't like a lot of those tiles larger tiles and if you're doing a staggered pattern and you've got a slight crest on it you can't really fight that right you, no, you try can. the best you can yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, sometimes balance clearance act, right? tiles you you got to fight them a little bit and this is going back also to the manufacturers that even some of the edges i've noticed on the two by fours not in the middle of the tile but on the edge it starts to veer. And you're like, the rest of the tile's perfect. The other side's perfect. And you're like, I, I've been there the heck's too. going on here? Yeah. You know, where's the rabbit and that's and where the, the clips hat? come in. What do you, how do you fix this? It's like, okay, let me get my tile bender. And, you know, yeah. push that. It doesn't work that way. <laughs> the clip yeah. system manipulates the tile. Yeah. And that what, it, what assists us to make a perfect floor, a perf more perfect floor. You're never going to have a 100% perfect floor. Uh, I'm sorry. It's never going to be a 100%. There's always going to be that one little corner or that one little spot. But it, it, it acts as a 95% beautiful floor. I think that's what I would give, a 95%, a clip system, a good clip system. And, and the good thing about Pagrin also is that after you leave, even if you put a clip system down and you leave it, and the day after, I remember with other clip systems, nobody could walk on it. Because if you touch it, the clip would break and yeah. it would, the plastic would stay inside. So now with Pagrin, let's just say... I'll lay a floor, I can leave for three days, and, it, and the electrician or the plumber has to walk, walk in the bathroom. I've had guys roll over it with, with dollies. The thing doesn't break. Yeah, I actually work on mine uh, yeah. for the next day because I like to leave it in for like the full 24 hours. And then remove Especially it, yeah. if I'm like have all three of us working in that area for the day. Like we do the floor and then you're doing the walls. Like 
that's a lot of weight on there. You know, your cement has been dried for eight to 12 hours. You know, you want it to cure properly. And yeah, we're stepping on them, crunching them. It won't and break. I, I've it never won't, had yeah. a single issue. Yeah. So how important it really is, is the strongest all the maintenance <laughs> and keeping clean? Because I, I, I could tell if you're a good tile setter if you keep things clean. So let's clean clean things, is always important, but let's just say, for example, you're putting a clip, you're using like um, 254 Platinum, <laughs> which is some strong stuff, man. Like that stuff is like <laughs> the strongest. your last resort then set that you want to use, right? But let's say it gets all over the clip, which I did a test once. I buried the entire clip, the wedge and everything. Just wrapped up the whole thing on purpose okay. just to do a test. And I used seven different systems and I left them in for two weeks. Pegrin still broke clean. Really? Another five broke above the tile. Yeah. And those are mainstream five uh, systems, yeah. mainstream ones. So, so, I mean, it's like, even if, for example, Pegrin, I think also for Union, for example, if they got big companies that purchase their clips, Union, not a lot of the guys are the cleanest. They're a little bit dirty, right? You have so <laughs> many people walking on your Union job. You got hundreds of men sometimes on site. Yeah. With that system, you never really have, you to, have worry. to worry. What they about the rest on. of the Arsenal tools here? I mean, everyone, you guys just let all the offcuts fall into the wet saw, the tray, and just keep on building it up so it's never. less water put in there. You guys, <laughs> like, you know what I like? Always changing blades or something? Like, I mean, proper uh, proper blades clean. for proper stone. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Like, there's, like, there's well, so much in, the, uh, in your business that you got to be aware you, of. You right? know what I think actually is probably, if you have to buy them all, the most expensive thing we got to get? Corbett's. <laughs> yeah, if well, you have to record a bit that lasts, like there's there's long, there, there's experience forever. No, well, but core? they last. Core, 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 core is, is a fantastic bit. How I many think. how many holes can you get out of it? I, still I have the same one. I still have a bit for two years now. <laughs> really? I still have wow. the same one. I bought another one, but it still works. So if like, if you, the thing is, if you use it. water too, yeah, it, it strengthens the yeah, life of the diamond, nice. right? Yeah. And speed yeah. and speed helps. Okay, so that's important. So some you have to you have to educate yourself again. So a lot of the core bits require to use a variable speed at number two. So a lot of guys. Which talent star doesn't have a variable? Well, there's some people I know. I'm not going to mention names, but you're not supposed to use high speed because they burn out faster. Mm -hmm. So and they chip more. Shelling metal theories. Well. Slow it down. Slow it down. Instead of oil, water. And it lasts a lot longer. Cleaner holes, nothing flying in your face, even when you have glasses on. So how do we educate the team and the younger trades to always maintain everything clean, clean, clean? And By doing it yourself. You know what I think, sorry to interrupt you, Steve, but you know what I think is with being clean is my grandfather, my father, uncle were OCD freaks. Not in a bad way. No, no, I, you I think having be. OCD is a great thing for construction and for our trade in particular. Mm. Doesn't I, the workflow run better? When you're clean and safer. And safer. That's a good point. And when you're working for certain GCs or people and they notice how clean you are in their homes and everything, they respect yes. you a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I've never worked on a job site where any other trade besides myself, Dom knows I'm a clean freak. I'll wash the towel six times if I see dust on it. I got problems, but you do. I'm yeah, working on it. I'm sorry. I love you, but you're I dirty. can relate. After you're not the only the one. <laughs> during the install. Yeah, right? it's, it's, it's just, during uh, the install. God, you, we're still going to walk on it. Stop cleaning it. <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's, it's hard to get rid of it. Clean water, clean water, uh, clean sponges, clean trowels, yes. clean Clean saws, tools, clean, clean area. Okay, but then you get other Then why is the laser always dirty as hell? 
Oh, my, laser's not, oh, my, my laser's not dirty. I'm always my laser. Just, just the glass <laughs> just portions the, are all clean. Dust. But the actual thing is like it's got like fingerprint marks. Well, oh, Don only yeah, says when yours, he's not mine. When, when yours Don, is pristine clean. Mine's clean. Just oh, the yeah. glass gets dusty. Well, you spend all this money on, on on lasers, you're gonna go. You know. I think the one thing that gets dirty is probably the levels. The levels. Oh yeah. Right. His, level, my my level's his levels clean. are ma- immaculate. <laughs> I, I get the no. The no handles there, just yes. a solid piece yes. of plastic. That one, yeah, it's easiest to one. clean. I've had some of mine for five years now, and hey, you don't need to change them. No, nope, no. I'm not going. Unless to. You just I can't. use them for screening the walls still. Wow. Do you, do you guys oh, want to yeah. share a bunch of tile techniques, little little tips and tricks that you guys can share to the audience that uh, makes you guys a little unique? What you've learned over time. Me personally, mm. I've just I've come across some large tiles. I had a slight bow to it, and I had to go to the car to get the jack. <laughs> the, top, the support uh, uh, rods. Support rods. You yeah, gotta get support your support. Well, I'm great. not talking about the little clippy ones. I had to get the jack, and I, had to, yeah, I had to get the jack and a piece of two by four what? against the joist because I was just like, this is just ridiculous. Well, the two by four. You put it up against another tile, and you put face to face, and all of a sudden you see a C and a D. Like it's just like it's bad. Well, the two by four actually helps sometimes because if you do put, which I've done there's myself, a, there's a little, I put too much know, pressure on a towel and you crack yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, I know. So there, are that there that any tricks that, Alicia, have you it's learned anything, like little tips that you've been taught or you've come across? Yeah, definitely. Um, like the first one that comes to mind is probably when doing ceilings because obviously it's much harder to do a ceiling than a floor. Um, but having poles and then uh, some two by fours just to... To help support it all, as opposed to one tile at a time, you can kind of yeah. leave it up and do a Even row at a time, and have something always so supporting it. So you're not supposed it. to just spot bond it and just throw it up. Some of us, one of us, had to say spot bond on this show. No, yeah. no, that's, no, that's, that's a bad word <laughs> these days. Spot bond. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just have to wear a hard hat when you take a shower. Okay. Yes, <laughs> and you get a lot of rent-free critters that live in there. Any any cool tricks? Because I I'm a huge fan of all the mitering that's going on, right? I do, and and, and I do respect like really good-looking mitering. Mm. Uh, I'm not a fan of the of the edging anymore. I've lost interest. It, it's gone the way of glass block for me. Mm. Tile edge. <laughs> well, you know what? It, depe- it, it depends. It depends on, on your things. Yeah. Yeah. Some tiles. Now, if you get handmade tiles, and they want you to miter it. Uh, you know you got a point. You got a good point. <laughs> but if you, ca- I've seen some, some tiles that you didn't nice. think that you could miter, and you'd miter them, and they kind of look beautiful. They they just wrap around nicely. More mm-hmm. effort, more work. Hopefully, you're charging course, accordingly, yeah. right? Mitering, mitering is awesome. But I, I just want to hear from you guys about some tips and tricks and other things that you guys. A good grinder blade. Good, yeah. yeah. Very what good. is a good grinder? Even blade? better, a scoring blade like a Sigma or Montelik. Because if well, you want you that keep wrap, it up. you got to change it. You right? need it to be perfect. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, when you're doing slabs, you mean. Or even, yeah, any well, kind of tile. Even 24 by yeah. 48, it doesn't matter. Like, if you want that perfect vein match, that wrap to keep going around, like, you're doing a fireplace, 10, 12-foot ceilings, like, those need to be within half a millimeter. You need it to be really precise. Manufacturers mm-hmm. still talking to you guys about fireplace and, and uh, heat shock? Well, Slash actually, shocks or whatever, what are they called? Uh, <sighs> fractures? Fractures, fractures yeah. yeah. Well, it, you know it, what we're talking about, right? Yeah. For okay. it, well, the fractures usually happen if they're going to happen on horseshoe cuts or L cuts. Yeah. Yes. That's where the fractures happen. Yeah. Now, you you should be coring the inside corner. Yes. Should be radiused. Radius. Yes. Everybody been on a plane? There's a reason there's a radius on windows. <laughs> right? Just saying. But sometimes, <laughs> fireplace, I know certain things with slabs, for example, porcelain panels, 
if that heat is getting, if it's too much heat being produced off there, even if you cord it and you did things properly, yeah, you can still get a hairline fracture in it. Yeah. yeah. And it's not your, uh, sometimes, it's not the installer's fault. It's got if nothing you've done to do it with properly, the installation. what you have to do, it's, it's not the tile. installation. It's just the tile itself. The tile itself, and, it's and then the there's temperature too much heat. from one side to the other. There's a fireplace I was supposed to do, now we have to wait. They have to replace the entire unit. It's producing too much heat. We put the cement board on, and with big tiles, I even put the mesh with 254 Platinum. Mm -hmm. They turned on the fireplace to test it, of course. We have the flute, airflow, everything. Every seam opened up. Oh. Every seam. And it's mesh taped with a very good thin set. Everything done, screwed, everything properly. Well, it's expansion and contraction. It's just no, no, but not when every seam opens up. Mm. This is the fireplace. Through the it was the, it's the manufacturer of the fireplace is producing too much heat. Oh. And we're supposed to put slabs on there. And I says, yeah, no, no, slabs can't. aren't going on there. Until this is can't. rectified, we're, yeah. we're not going to put anything on here. I think the fireplace units, if it is producing too much heat and your air, depending on where the flute is, if it's on top, the sides, depending on where it's going, because it's got to be going like this, right? Right? That makes a big difference. If the well, airflow is great You'd in have there, to get your clients or designer to look at um, specs. the specs of the actual fireplace Unit. because you got to see if heat is being transferred properly movement because that's how a fireplace works right? Yeah, right but if it's being tunneled like the back of a pickup truck when you leave the tailgate on or whatever if it's tunneled inside there then you're just consuming heat and you're building up heat and then that's transferring right to the stone which yeah. and you guys get the first phone call yeah. your install yeah. failed yeah phone, exactly which is incorrect which and is then you got to explain to them let's go back to science class here we're going to sit down <laughs> and we're going to talk about science yeah. now right <laughs> but you guys alicia shared so you guys don't want to share anything no little um, actually so provaboard is uh has a heat resistance in it and a vapor barrier the nine yards and you can get it in the four by eight so putting up less joints on there can be really helpful too i didn't realize that okay it's still not 100% through certain specs. You shouldn't be using anything, even though Prova or even Weedy, anything like that. It is have some cementatious um Yeah, and that's what's probably it. helping you it still, with the heat, right? Yeah, but you can't. You still shouldn't be using it on a fireplace. You still should be using cement board. Yeah, as per NTC. Right. Yeah, they recommend as it is safe, yeah. yeah. Through the NTCA. So if something really, sorry to interrupt, Steve, but if something really was to happen that is costly, through NTCA standards, no, you can't use it on there. It'll yeah, that's what I mean. Is that it's when, when you want to follow fault, the specs those standards to the T? Come into play, right? No. Yeah. You guys, uh, I I personally will say it, but I don't think you guys are paid enough. I think the yeah, square footage, true. hourly, mm -hmm. scope, fixed price, whatever you want to say, doesn't matter how much you charge, and you think you charge more on a job, it's never enough. And then they cry. <laughs> Why are you so expensive? Why are you so much? How much money? more should it be? Like. Percentage you can't, yeah, can't, you can't, because you can't, you can't give a price. Every job, every job, job is different, yeah. right? So what, what okay, well, we know you're underpaid. We just know that. 100%, in my opinion, at least. I think so. Is it a combination because the materials are getting expensive, it, the tiles are getting well, expensive, the clients and designers have spent too much money on the tile itself that came from halfway around the world, yeah. and now they want the mm -hmm. cheapest install price? It also well, they they want the Ferrari install for yeah. the Toyota yeah. price. Yeah, yeah that's exactly it. it. Yeah, because yeah. they want the Ferrari install for... You know, a fraction and of I what tell it my be. clients like sometimes sure. you can't win everything. You can maybe go a little bit further, but you can't win them all. And I say, okay, well, you know what? It is what it is. I'm just letting you know that, you know, you're paying this much for towel, but you're concerned about my price. Okay, so now if you hire someone that's cheaper, something happens. You got to go buy more towel. You're you're spending more money. It's costing you more money. It's costing you more time. So you guys um, had that mm. that conversation. Uh, you have to. You have to. You got to explain to them, right? Yeah. So now I they, mean, go, they get everybody. into economics class, right? Some people understand that. To GCs you constantly work for, 
that's yeah. different. But they someone understand. new that you don't know, yeah, a client, right? They right? they just they just know that. I remember I quoted a job it was one of the first ones that where they had glass with the gold leaf behind it. Oh, oh yeah, and, and we fun. did a test. So we did a test, right? And that was why I was bringing up the glass earlier. Where we did a test to cut it, and we're like, yeah, we could pull this off. It's not a problem, right? I didn't. I was concerned about it because I never did it. Yeah. But then we gave the price, and then the client already bought the tile, bought all this product, and they paid a premium. Then I gave the, a fair price for it after consulting with the tile installer, and they said, no, that's just too much money. We can't do it. So then they ended up arguing with the supplier to return the material because they couldn't install it. Huh. And wow. I think that was the best decision because you need to install this correctly. Yes. Yeah. Not 100%. to put down, let's say, other trades, right? Electrical plumbing, very important to trades, right? I tell people like this when they're getting very expensive tile. I say, you know, this isn't, again, not to put down other trades, this isn't a piece of drywall. This isn't paint. This isn't trim that, you know, you can actually fix change. and change the color of it and do certain things. This yeah. is tile. Yeah. If something happens, it's thousands to fix. It's not yeah. a dollar, two dollars yeah. or half a day and of who's work. who's taking down that responsibility? Yeah. Yeah. You just are educating them that there's a, there's a chance if you go down this way. Exactly. There's a chance. And why do you want to have that conversation? But you, your end game is to install it beautifully. But the thing is, let's say you're working for a lot of GCs today. Some are great. For the most part, especially the last three years, price increases, everything going on. They're bringing down the prices on purpose. They're trying to make more on their back end, right? And I, and I know what goes on on that end. I'm not, I know I might be young, but I'm not naive or stupid. And I say, but you're charging this much for this, and they're paying that. But my price to install $34 a square foot tile is an issue for you. Do your clients and designers, do they realize that there is no fixed price when it comes to a material? a tile or stone material. I don't think so. The we price, educate them on the that. The price educate fluctuates them. based on what that tile or stone is. Correct? I love when you get that phone call. I have <laughs> I have uh, 150 square feet. How much is it to install? Uh, well, no, I got to come and look at it. Why? Because I got to <laughs> see what like I'm working with. Here, let me, let me imagine what it looks like. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so you, you guys educate the client at that point, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. I give them right? a certain fixed price for standard tile. I go from... If you're familiar with it. Right? Yeah, like, well, standard ceramic or porcelain, 12 by 12 up to 24 by 24 is pretty standard. Like, you're not going to get anything too crazy unless it's a natural stone. And, you know, I can give them a standard fixed price. Of course, I tell them if it's something crazy and I'm on site, like it's going to go up in price, whether it's smaller tile or bigger tile, it has to change. I'm just going to tell you, don't give any prices over the phone. Always oh, these are to like contractors oh, that okay. I trust and know. Okay, yeah. that's fair. And because what I, I always tell it, just go look at it. Yeah, Take you have to go look and, and yeah. measure and because see it for yourself. Everything's different. How about if the floor is yeah. like, I remember I just did a floor and it's like, oh, we have to install uh, uh, herringbone. I said, how's the floor? Oh, it's pretty good. Anyway, <laughs> I said, okay, pretty good. Homeowner or designer? No, this is, this is the GC. It's pretty good. I'm like, okay, so let me, let, I'll call the electrician. How's the floor? Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like. See, that goes to the expectations, uh, right? So look at the you job. guys are brought in to make it look perfect, but you're mm. not being given. This podcast episode has been sponsored by Class and Bronze Limited. Authorized Canadian and U.S. wholesale distributor of Pagan heavy-duty, high-performance tile leveling systems and installation tools. Choosing to buy outstanding and beautiful tiles also requires buying an exceptional tile leveling system. For hassle-free installation and an exceptional leveled finish, choose Pagan. Imitate it, never duplicate it. Available at Amazon, select ProSol stores, and purchased at www.tilelevelingsystems.shop. You can also find Pagan on social 
at Tile Leveling Systems and their website, www.paygrin.com. Uh, I want to talk about uh, the difference in quality. Quality yeah. in tile or quality installations? Quality in installation. What make, what's the difference? when you when, Okay, so if you weren't involved with the install, okay. if you weren't involved, you're just a fly coming onto a job site. Mm-hmm. Let's just stay custom. Let's, let, let's not do union. And you see something. It's a completed tile job. Where's the quality? What are you seeing? Layouts one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. First thing is layout. Yeah. That's what's I, like. I'll notice the layout first. Yeah. Right. Everything's got to be centered properly. Your cuts got to be nice. Mm-hmm. Grout joints all the same. Yeah. Same consistency. Yeah. Consistency. <laughs> what if there's challenges? What if the room, the bathroom, laundry, kitchen, whatever that it doesn't is. make no that, that, that no no. What if the door's not feng shui with the, the back entrance or oh, you mean not square with the other yeah walls what if stuff? the island's in the way what if the mm-hmm. tub's offset what if there's a nook for what if like where do you guys pick your like when you're looking at someone else's work and you're looking at it and you're like going okay so that's a Cuts. quality job well the, the door i think if the yeah but if the door is off so here's the thing if certain things are off if the cuts are beautiful no lips everything looks great you don't really notice like as much things. You can't really tell until you look underneath, and that's the scary part. Yeah. You know what you do is you carry a golf ball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, true. And once you hear hollow, mm, it's true. That's a good point. I re- I repaired a floor actually once in um, Tobacco. They I did work in their backyard, some mason work on the fireplace, and they said we have a problem with uh, one of our tiles. So I said, yeah, okay, I'll come by and check it out. I've mm. never seen this in person. I've seen it on Instagram and like other things, but I've actually never seen this in person. I lifted up the 24 by 48 piece and there was cookies underneath. The whole <gasps> yeah, that's fantastic. I've never seen this in person. I've seen what it. What kind of cookies? Cookies. It's blobs of cement. Oh, okay. what? Oh, I thought you meant actually like so cookies or something like that. So get like your, <laughs> well, it was like a joke. Someone put so, cookies yeah, in so, so get like your Costco, really? Costco size cookies. Really? Pucks. Wow. They set them no down back with butter, spot no back butter, no back butter, but on the floor on twenty four by forty tile. Wow. You would be able to if you tapped it. You'd if be able. You, I didn't. You don't initially do that. They just saw the grout, and I'm like, okay. I'm like, do you want me to take? All you this really out? need to do is get a woman with heels to walk on it. <laughs> that too, that, that works. And you would hear it. But yeah. I was like looking, and I was like, and I took it up, and I saw them. I've, wow. I've never seen that. I've seen that like on like other things, but I've never actually seen it in person. Mm-hmm. What about oh, yeah. grout? What about like is grout always? Perfect, bulletproof. You, you try to be as flush as you can, but what do you mean bulletproof? Like, well, this is like sometimes it doesn't work out perfectly. I remember my early days of tiling, fifteen years ago. Black was never black. Okay, so it didn't now, matter if I use the measuring color cup. consistency. Color it's consistency, gotten a lot yeah, better. Lot it better. has gotten darker a lot tones has gotten better. Yeah, it's gotten better. But well, even with the blacks, though, I gotta say, I don't think it doesn't matter what brand of grout yeah. it is. It's still not a hundred percent. I'm gonna true tell black. you, you want true black and true white. Mapei have it. Has it? They have a newer one. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Or you gotta go the epoxy route. But yeah, no, even epoxy. One. Don't even go there because I've that had deals. problems with epoxy. I love epoxy. Epoxy is my favorite. Yes. You lose about ten pounds. Yeah, that's too. <laughs> putting it in, installing. Yeah. yeah. But uh, uh, Mapei has uh, Max White or Max Black or something like that. I forgot what it's called exactly. And. Uh, they're beautiful. I've used them in my own house, the black, mm. but you have to wear gloves because that p- the yeah. pigment inside of it I is just... Stand it. it was yeah. weird how I did a job and it was a white... Was it an avalanche or was it... Avalanche is Avalanche is yellow. Such a, I had such a reaction, right? Which makes me wonder, like, mm. technically we go back to standards and code and, and PPE. You guys should have gloves on. Always. 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 
Gloves are very important. I know, but a lot of people don't put gloves. A lot of tile setters don't put gloves on because they need to feel the force. They need to feel the tile, right? So when you're grouting, I still wear the. I wear the dishwashing gloves when I'm washing the grout, and I use a microfiber after, and you can feel everything still. And you're fine, right? You gotta know how to feel it, what to feel for, and you can you can do it. So, yeah, Pagrin helps too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I had another question here. Sorry. Um, okay. Now, if you guys, I wanted to ask you guys, there is no, I still go on the path of there's no training, no school, no education. There, There is. There is. The TT Mac is not really like the same way. I'm trying to yeah. compare it to other trades. There's no real training, I, school. There is a school, right? It's, it's actually in Toronto. But it's Marble. an idea. You don't have to be certified. They have different courses and everything. Like it's not like, for example, going to electrical school or going. No, if you go to like a Conestoga school or you go to the actual bricklaying masonry school, yeah, you actually there isn't a tile school. No, that's, well, what, I'm, that's what I'm well, getting. There, at. there is. There's training for standards. But there isn't. An no, no, there is. Okay, where is it? It's, but it's, it's. Okay, they have everything set up. It's a school. It's Don't a get school. me wrong. What is it? It's the tile, uh, tile marble and granite trade school of Ontario. It's from local thirty one. It's part of local thirty one, part of the guild. Uh, and they're actually part of college but of trades too. But if you're custom resi and you're in the industry, you don't have access to that. No, you could. No, we can. Do yeah. Of course, you there. can get yeah. access to that. Now, when a lot of people that work in the union apprentices, you got to go do three months here, three months there, yeah. do certain things, right? But then it goes back to at the same time we were saying before where guys are four year th- fourth year apprentices and they're still Growing. grouting. But you did the school, you did this. So my question to you guys was if you were to start a school. I would change everything. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I would change the entire <laughs> industry. So you just explained to me that there's a school and everything's out there and there's, there's courses. A school, but it's not but you would change everything. But I would so change what everything. would the course be if we were to talk about a school for a tile installer, a person that wants to either Go from one trade to tiling trade, or a kid who wants to get into the industry. What would year one, year two, year three? What would it be like? I would Mm -hmm. have courses dedicated to each aspect of the trade and focus Mm -hmm. on those that part of the trade. Then go to the next one. But I would do everything. I wouldn't just be the products of every trade from no, 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 of of tiling because we have multiple uh, variances in our trade. We don't just focus on one thing. I know, right? But it'd be for me dry pack. They need to learn how to do dry pack. Yes, 100%. Right? Waterproofing. If I had my own school, I would bring in multiple people from different manufacturers, not be biased towards but one. It would, yeah, I was mm-hmm. just going to say that. It, yeah. makes, it would make sense to, first of all, no more rubber liners. No, no. Please, God, no. please no. <laughs> I hate that stuff. The rubber, okay. you know what the I problem? know it's an American thing, but the thing is that a rubber liner is basically dictated on the fact that you want water to pool underneath the dry pack <laughs> to stay there. That makes and no here's sense the other, to me. Here's the other problem. Like, Again, we used to, before these products and what I knew, we used to do the dry pack over the rubber liner. We, I didn't no, that's have how these, it was. That's, that's how, how it was, was right? Yeah. Yeah, but but the problem with it top. now, well, it doesn't matter because a lot of the time, if you're doing it over a rubber liner, I've learned you should not clog the weeples. And that is probably that's one the of the first thing that happens, right? right? You should put some peak gravel, something around there. Yeah. I didn't know these things years ago but about that's that. I go back to the school. Alicia, have you done dry pack? Yes. You've done it, right? Yeah. So was it easy for you to grasp it? Um, I felt like it was fairly easy. Yeah. It was kind of um, like you just have to be kind of tedious with it. Yeah. The touch. Yeah. You got to yeah. have that touch. Yeah, exactly. You can't just kind of pack it in there and then, you know, put a level. It's a little dippy here. Okay, whatever. Like you can't do that. It has to be 
Completely Listen, if we flat. want to talk about dry yeah. pack, we do a whole session just on dry pack. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm guilty of making dry pack a little wetter because I wasn't in the mood to just. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's, it, you can't make it too wet because then you can't. I know, but it won't slope. So just. Never failed. With the school. Um, so I want to go by the school. I want to try to figure. And, and then mm-hmm. who's educating you? Who that's that's the most. I think now in our industry, let's say for reps, no matter what company is, the TT Mac and everything. 75% or even actually more than that of the individuals that are there trying to teach, let's say me, you go to an event, they've never installed a tile in their life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> makes me nervous. You're and I'm like, and I'm, looking, I'm like, okay, you or might know, you, you, you might know the analytics and certain compounds and compositions of that product because that's but what the manual boot, showed the you when you signed up for that job. Yeah, you need boots But on if the I ask you an actual question of the installation and you call them, well, you know, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to hang up the phone on you. Thanks very much and have a good day. I think that that's a big thing that's missing in our industry is people teaching certain things. We need to have guys that actually did the installers. trade. Installers. Because if I'm talking to another installer, we're going to have the same conversation. We're going to pick each other's yeah. brain the same. And if yeah. I'm talking to a rep, I'm just going to look and the words are going to go in one ear and out the other and be like, okay, yeah, thanks. It's no a problem. sales pitch. I get it. You guys see the same thing? Yeah. I mean, I've known a couple of reps who have been in the union tiling and um, when they came on site, they showed me part of their craft and I appreciate every minute of them talking and it really helped because I've also had sales reps from the same company who I'd ask them a certain question about what they're selling and it would be technical questions and they'd be like, oh, I I really don't know. And it's like, well, what are you doing here then? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But the other Mm -hmm. thing too is, is also let's say for our industry of getting new young blood in our industry. To grow this industry because we're a lot of Italians too. They've been dissolved lately. They're oh, losing yeah. manpower. Not a lot of people getting in. I think schools, reps, and you need to have incentives for young guys that want to get in this trade. Money is one. The union they underpay the apprentices yeah. big time. They're doing a certain amount of work. They're not getting paid enough. Which is really weird because the unions are the ones that are getting government subsidies. Subsidy. Mm-hmm. When I think that yep. when it comes to your trade in particular, other trades too. I'm not going to dismiss them. Yeah. That those subsidies should be going to the custom resi departments, mm-hmm. like the industry, right? Yes. Because then, because you guys yeah. can take the person who's interested in this trade and really educate them and mm-hmm. kind of shape them to where the potential is. But you guys operating a business and still being a teacher, you can't do both without compensation. Yeah. Whether exactly. it's in the business that you're making money from or from the government subsidizing you to help you shape the next. Well, that would also fall into the College of Trades. It, yeah. it works. Yeah, I, I totally get that. But then you, you're getting a negative uh, presentation of your trade to the kids. The kids don't look at it like, I don't want to have my hands pruned up, covered up in thin set. My, I'm dirty and thin set. I'm grouting. I'm grinding. I'm cutting yeah. all that. I don't want to do any of that stuff. Well, here's the thing. When I first joined the union, right, I was getting fourteen eighty an hour. How long Driving was that? downtown. 14 oh, years ago, remember. 14 years ago. But picture this is, imagine you're driving downtown, you don't live close, right? You got to pay for parking, but then they're going to reimburse you, your vehicle, the maintenance on it, the gas you're spending. Yeah, they, were, they, were, they were doing kilometers if you go past. Uh, no, not all. Remember how certain companies were dumb. Well, this is what I mean by the union and why they've been dissolved. Well, okay, so, so but anyways, mean, yeah, it's fine. There but needs to be incentives for people. So how do, we, how do we mm-hmm. get... Because I want to get into the whole future of this industry. Because eventually, you guys will. I, I tell everybody that comes on the show. I'm sorry. There's going to be an end to your beginning. 
That's just a fact, right? <laughs> yeah. There's no <laughs> other time. about that game, right? Whether you're trading, you think you can last forever if you want to be 80 years old and do that. Well, it's wonderful, catches up with but it catches happening. up with you. So then the thing is, like, we need to fill that void, and it's been expressed on this show several times that there's two thirds, almost almost three quarters are leaving, and only a quarter are coming in. So there's a huge void, right? Yeah. And I think that the hardest hit trades are going to be really desperate. And that includes you guys. Yeah. And that's why they're outsourcing so in there other countries. Be like schools. They're bringing yeah. people other from countries. other countries. Yeah. If you set up schools properly and you have teachers properly, maybe it's older tile installers that, okay, I'm perishable. I'm, I'm like my, I'm physically can't do it anymore, but I can educate it. I can share this experience. I can carry the conversation. Yeah. So you have to have a proper school that we're all on the same page and it can't be brand driven or anything like that. It no. has to be unbiased where unbiased, you're yeah. showing a bunch of everything, no glass block and no rubber liners. Right. <laughs> and you explain to these kids, you got to understand this. Man. It's really important. Right. So I just, that's not there yet. I want it to be there. It's really important that it's there, but that's where you guys come in and anybody else that you respect contributes to that thought process the one reason the main reason why i got into the trades not because of my family but my father always told me this he said john paul you need to learn a trade i don't care what trade it is but learn it he's like there's one thing about trades that separates you from other professions only god can take it away from you yeah he said learn a trade do whatever you can and that's deep it's true I know father time deep. right it catches sure. up with you yeah so he says, you want to do something where you're just doing the same repetitive thing every day for the rest of your life. He says that doesn't give you any satisfaction. That's no problem if you're happy. He says, but you want to do something that you want to be an artist. Like he had this talk with me. Oh, I right? still think tile setters are artisans. I still yeah. look at it that way. There's a potential to be that yeah. in this industry. Like our thing is, and I'm pretty sure when you're finished a custom bath, you do the miters. I look back. Take your socks off. Make sure your shoes are off. Right? <laughs> Check if there's any little bit of dust in the floor. You want to clean it first because of my OCD. And then you're looking like, man, this came out nice. Th that satisfaction <laughs> it gives you, that feeling yeah. it gives you, I don't get that feeling anywhere else. So I actually yeah. know a couple of guys who went to Humber College and did the whole construction course. Roofing, flooring, it was like a one-day thing or one hour. And uh, it's, it's like, yeah, a, yeah. you know, he's not, he's not kidding. like know. a 12 it, yeah, by 12. True. They give you yeah. a little square that's smaller than this table. And they say, do it, see how good you do it. And then that's it. You know, but if they start to show the different types of tiles, more intricate patterns and things, like that's going to catch one or two eyes' attention at least. You know, and maybe giving them something like a, a golden trowel or something. Maybe not golden, <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> little tools that you can buy for cheap that will mm. drive that incentive forward. Because, you know, mm. everyone has a hammer. Everyone has a crowbar. But if you give them something unique, it can spark some interest in younger guys. I mean, I know when I got um, tools from my grandfather, that sparked my interest and my yeah. dad, you know. Yeah. Yeah. There's actually a program and I think they're training people in doing siding and then the reward at the end of the program is like a, it's some kind of, I'm not sure what they use exactly, but it's a machine and it costs like $5,000 or something like oh, that. Oh wow. And they That's offer that. Nice. That's yeah, nice. Yeah. So that is incentive. See, that that, that will drive them. Because now yeah. you're going to get people interested in getting in that trade, right? Yeah. That's yeah. what yeah. I'm saying is that <clears throat> we haven't even finished the school yet. Like we're not even at recess yet. It's just, I'm trying to figure out what else you would be teaching. We know that we need people that were in the industry teaching it not sales reps teaching it right exactly. yeah. so what else are they going to be taught they're going to be taught different materials different applications they could be taught mm -hmm. how to put the aria vents in how to connect the plumbing because we do more than just tile yeah. we do electrical Everything. plumbing <laughs> hvac there's 
Like, I can't tell you how many times I've had to cut the floor just to get that Aria vent to fit in. And oh. it's it's tough, you know, but you need to have some little bit of knowledge of everything. And you're kind of like a GC, you feel like, but you're not. Well, it's to JB's mm -hmm. point about the beginning of the class, I think the first semester or whatever should be an overview, I think, of yeah. all the traits. So then you are part of the team at that point, right? Yeah. yeah. So you get a grasp of it. I'm not saying that you're going to take over the everything, traits. Well, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a little, little bit of everything. everything. Yeah, we, yeah. Do. we touch I everything. I patch up drywall. Yeah. I. Mm -hmm. It's like rectify it's like the framing. Plumbers, for example, I always tell them leave the tra uh, leave the uh, pipe about six seven inches off the floor. I'm going to yeah. install it. And yeah. Don't glue. And what do you? Don't glue. They go. They go. What do you mean? And this and that. Oh, you're not a plumber. And I said, do, do you know how to install the Schluter drains? I never had like, that. They always just no, walk no, away. Like, I don't even have a chance to explain to but them. But there's I'll some. Oh, <laughs> you make sure you <laughs> catch them right away, especially the linear drains. And I said to them, oh, yeah. right? But some plumbers, when they see them, they go, Oh, you're going to do. Awesome. Thanks, That's man. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and they bring a coffee and yeah. donuts the next one. Like, thanks. Hopefully it doesn't leak. Don't yeah. worry, it won't leak. It won't. But the, the biggest thing, yeah. too, is, sorry, is that they don't take these training courses provided by these companies to install that drain connection properly. Yeah. And we do. I don't think you want those rooms with plumbers in there. No. <laughs> <laughs> and now you're no. getting niches with lights going on in there and now oh you yeah that's beautiful going in here now mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. so it's a different thing but you guys think machines will ever take over your skill set no <laughs> no um they could commercial no. they open could. areas that's yes why i asked the question mm -hmm. there are machines i've seen robots they have, they doing the tiling you have to in lay a track down and then there's but a in the custom in the, the custom section no wow not in custom not in custom no they'll never be able to do the same skill that we're at Oh, I agree with you. I yeah. think commercial, though, large commercial. format and big in open mall, areas, yeah. and then maybe one junior. We got remember they have the machines now in yeah, Europe and certain it, right? things yeah. that do it. You just need a guy to all load you need the is tile. a guy, yeah, load the tile and fill the cement. Well, actually, no, actually, yeah. they have a machine now that has suction cups attached to it with three arms. Yeah, I've picks seen up that the one. tile, puts it forward. You back well, you got to back butter it yourself. So you still need a guy there and puts it right on the wall. They don't have the machine to back butter yet. They'll, they'll trust me. They'll make it. They'll have well, they're always coming up with new ideas, new trials. Like, I mean, what are those trials called with the, the S? The Euronauts. Euronauts. Yeah. 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 Does I'm, it come I'm, with the tunes too or what? Like, what's yeah. going no. on? <laughs> Some, no. I don't understand no. why they're completely no. like a little beep or something. Like the bush doesn't it, like it either. you push it down, it, it, it collapses. It collapses. It does. It does. I've seen it. It does. Even the slanted notch, that those ones work good too. Wow. Yeah, but I still use a traditional. Like I use, I use all pagrin trowels. I yeah. love the pagrin trowels. Are the only trowels I find never rust, yeah. never break down. You can leave it in a bucket of water. Marshall, <laughs> Marshalltown <laughs> trowels always rust on you. They always rust. Yeah, yeah. pagrin never. So now, if you want to mm. change the height of the ridges, you could just angle the trowel. Yeah, you sure. can, but uh, <laughs> use a mini grinder. What do you want? You want three eighths? You want one quarter? What do you, what do you want? <laughs> no, they have different sizes, so you can just buy the trowel that, that you need, right? So no, I know, but then <laughs> now you guys have thirty trowels at that point. But then you yep. need That's thirty okay. trowels. You need different trowels, right? You need, you need different trowels for different applications, right? Different thicknesses of tile, mosaic tiles, right? All when I outfitted my van, I put all kinds of stuff in there. I worked everything out and. Everybody only cared about how I put my trowels away. Yeah, because it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> and so I built the whole side on the top on one side completely because I had 30 plus trowels, right? Uh, yeah. And all mm -hmm. I did was I put a, 
a layer ply and then two side layers left a gap in the middle wide enough as a regular standard trowel yeah. so you could put the trowel in there and you turn it and i left a gap so then they can all just float oh that's down. Yeah. i saw that when all you the, yeah it was awesome but yeah. i do the van and there's like a million things in that van and everybody only cared about the trowel like <laughs> Because trowels are Can you unique, get a closer man? picture of the trowel support <laughs> thing that you did there? Because it's like one of them, like, to get them perfectly organized all <laughs> yeah. the time. It, uh, it's hard. Yeah. It protected them and everything. And right? it's good because you don't get stabbed. <laughs> yeah. A bucket, a bucket stab, right? Oh. All right, so we're, we're going to close. We're going to wrap it up mm-hmm. soon. But I want to get some words of wisdom from all four of you guys about why you guys love the business so much and why somebody else should be doing the business. Want to start with Dominic? Well... Creating, creating art, creating a different room. So when you go into a blank, blank canvas area, uh, making something beautiful, something that someone was, is going to appreciate and enjoy, th- that's, that's my pleasure. Making, making people happy. It's always mm-hmm. about the, the final product, right? And it making it functional. You ever installed tile where you had to actually lie that you actually thought it would look beautiful? <laughs> uh, yeah, when I don't like the tile, I don't lie. It's it's bad because I had to. I'm totally like, honest sure, with I'm great. totally honest with my clients. <laughs> my clients say, "Do you like the tile?" No, I don't. I'm sorry, but if you like it, I'm gonna install it. No problem. I did purple granite. God. Wow. Why? Two slabs. That's what he ordered. Oh. Wow. <laughs> listen i'll be honest with clients if they ask me you're asking for my opinion i'm not going to lie to you i'm going to give you my honesty that's right you should and i think that's the way it should be because yeah. if i'm going to lie to you about my taste on something i feel like now there's no honesty well, you could always just two. say it was installed beautifully that's it yeah always, yeah. always installed beautifully. yeah always but it was installed you know if you give me some pink tile with some purple lines i had all the say, right oh, material okay. i had all the right mm-hmm. tools i had all the right mm-hmm. little like, accessories i hate I subway tile but yeah. You know, herringbone subway tile. No, oh. herringbone's fun, yeah. but uh, just a plain brick wall. I've never heard anyone say herringbone. Yeah. Once you get that, into the <laughs> rhythm, you know you're grooving, no, you're no. smoothing. Yeah, yeah it's, I'm gonna it's call nice. you every time I get sure. herringbone. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> my price just went up now. <laughs> why, why is the laser going off? Yeah, <laughs> Alicia, uh, any last words? Yeah, I mean. I think it's a trade where there's so much uh, diversity in it. Like, there, again, we were talking about there's so much you can do, like so many aspects of it. So it's nice, I think, for people getting into it where maybe they get bored of one thing very easy. Um, and then with custom work, like, it's just there's so many different patterns and tiles and materials. You can go any route. So there's so a challenge I think it's, almost every job. Exactly. Yeah, like you grow, your business grows. You can niche down. You grow as a person. Like, you're always learning. So it's a great, uh, I think it's a beautiful it's industry. Yeah. Steven? Yeah, kind of to go off what she said, um, tiling helped me grow as a human being in so many ways outside of the business. Just to be, you know, an overall good, better human being. Um, patience. Patience yep. is a huge <laughs> thing that I do not have and I'm constantly working on, especially with training people. And, um, you know, you're in a different place every day. You're challenging yourself mentally, physically. I don't go to the gym. I try to work out, but... I don't really need to. I um I work out nine to five every day. Well, the bags My are hours are longer. Six pounds now. At fifty. 50. So I thought they depends on what you. That's the Ardex. Ardex is 40, yeah. 44 pounds. No, they yeah. changed them too recently. Oh, yeah? Forty five. No, yeah. they're still fifty pounds. I thought they were fifty two. They're yeah. still fifty pounds. Okay, we're going with ultra light. We get the twenty five pounders. Ultra light mix. Okay. <laughs> I was just a little surprised that they no, made them lighter. Yeah. Flex super still it's beautiful pounds. things. 
LFTs, 50 pounds. <laughs> Everyone's yeah. teaching the next generation like they should understand what a 50 pound bag feels like. Or a St. Mary's bag. True. 70 pound bag. Yeah. 70, wow. 80, 70 <laughs> pounds. 70 pound. Yeah. yeah. That's how I tore my right meniscus. Oh, there you oh go. no. There you go. <laughs> and over to you, JP. <laughs> Final words on how to rip apart every part. <laughs> what discs and bones and what haven't you broken? Cartilage. <laughs> Listen, the thing is it's a beautiful trade. It's a beautiful trade. If you don't love what you're doing, don't do it. One thing I should tell people is go f- if you want to get into some of this trade, go to one of the shows. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Go, to, go to Italy. That's a good idea. Go yeah. to Bologna. Yeah. Go to Atlanta. Go to Orlando. So Just go through that go show. Coverings. Yeah. And you look at what's coming out. See, our trade, the beauty of it is the tools never stop. All these new things coming out. You're like a kid in a candy store when you're at those Toys. trades. If you <laughs> if you really love what you're doing, tools just makes you like where, where, where? Yeah. Like you get so excited for it, but just love what you do. If you don't like it, don't do it. If it's if it's a job to you every day you go in, if you're gonna act like you're miserable. It's not right for you, mm-hmm. right? Like, I get it. You have some days where you're not at the level that you want to be that day. could be from night, but, but if you go and enjoy it and have a smile on your face while you're doing it, and that end result that we were talking about, that satisfaction you get, the client sends you pictures. You're like, yep. JP, hey, just letting you know, yeah. right? I've had Before clients, it gets all covered up and protected. Yeah. 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 I've had clients, you know, when they give you a gift at the end of the job, let's say yeah, a bottle of wine. Those are nice. Even though that small gesture, it's like, they really they appreciate they the appreciated the work that yeah. was performed. Best is the hug at the end of the job. Yeah, yeah. Or oh. when your client makes you lamb for dinner. Yeah. That's <laughs> but yeah, just love love what you do. That's it. Just love it. So that's I totally agree with you guys. Honestly, it's a hard job. It's a hard trade, but it's very rewarding trade, mm-hmm. right? Is there's a lot of satisfaction in the work that you guys perform that you guys give the clients and what you see the final product, right? And then Correct. the unfortunate thing it gets covered up and you got to wait a little while before you can take the final picture because the trim guys have to come in and plumbing and all the finishing. Yeah, all this other but stuff, also right? too, I think it's for Dom, Steve and me, we have different generations in our family that did the trade. It's uh, when you see something they did before and you're like, oh, grandpa Nine. did that. No, no did that. Like, you know what I mean? Like for example, at Toronto Metro convention center, the Tarazzo that's there with the turtle doves, all those designs, yeah, yeah. my yeah. grandfather worked. Oh on really? That. Yeah. And when I first saw that, I'm like, father-in-law like was the foreman that was my first question when <laughs> i was at tg mac i was yeah. like why are we not teaching terrazzo well they they, they have it no no, no, no but no, no, okay no, okay no, yeah. no. they stopped they stopped because it's a dying trade it, but it could be revived heavy. because of the art that's behind it yes yes that's why i'm saying is that some kid can come along and go why are we not bringing back terrazzo because it's very expensive expensive and it's very heavy. Anything in construction is very expensive. Oh, but that's very cheap. Very then it's Kijiji. And it just doesn't. <laughs> yeah. right? so I just, uh, there's a lot of potential, I think, is what I, we got from this whole show is that there, you could see a lot of potential growth, growth yes. yeah. and yeah. interest. And, and, and definitely you want that shared amongst anybody else yeah. that wants to come in here, right, into the industry. Yeah. So I appreciate all your time for being on the show. So again, Dom, <laughs> it's uh, forcefully for you. For floors? floors for you. <laughs> right. Sorry. another coffee. No, no, no. <laughs> floors for you limited we will floor you floor yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then we have alicia diamond edged tiling and then we have steven from frank's flooring and we got to. and i'm going to say this again well jp from new look tile yep. but i definitely you guys are all newbies on the show 
first yeah. timers, yeah. right? Yeah. So yes. we've had other people that have been on the show before. You're all more than welcome to return to do a solo show and just focus on you guys and we can just talk about your business and, and how you guys, we can dive more deeper into there. Um, so I want to thank you guys for being on the show. Thank you. Thank thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. And yeah. hopefully hopefully some kids or some people will reach out and, and contact you guys and you guys will just tell them go away. And that's <laughs> it. Um, you won't say that. And I definitely want to give a huge shout out to Classen. So for helping us out and supporting this conversation, I really appreciate that. And Pagrin, obviously we... We all use it at this table here, including yes, myself. I have used it. I'm not just a mouth on the mic. I've done this work before. Yes. And uh, and then you can find it at, you can buy it at Amazon. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yep. yep. You can buy it at Amazon. <laughs> you can buy it at Proso, obviously, where we all bumped into each other again because yes. we all go there because they have the best steaks. <laughs> <laughs> but I can't sit in the rare line because yeah. it's too long. But And then <laughs> you can also get it at Tile You get too much leveling. smoke in your face. I know. It's <laughs> tilelevelingsystems.shop. Uh, and I think that's it, guys. It's great. Uh, yeah. So it's always a pleasure to see you, you, you. I have meeting you for the first time. Yeah. And I know you were a little nervous, Alicia, to be on the show. Yes. But I'm glad that Vito <laughs> convinced you to come on the show. Yeah. And you're doing amazing work for his projects, which is absolutely a blast, right? So yeah, it's great you guys all do him. great work and it, re respect all around the board here. So Thank you very much. Yeah, yes, thank, thank you. you. For, oh, yes, thank you for having me, Thank you. That's it. Angelina, we are out of here. <laughs>